0: Oh, guys gals and non-binary pals welcome to the newest episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast brought to you on youtube on spotify on google and apple podcasts i'm Austin. i'm a knockout watched a lot of wrestling
1: i'm david and you know what fuck it if we're if if we're all about breaking th- the entire concept of kayfabe all of a sudden i'm not a fucking noob i've been in the in this game for like two two and a half three years now i i don't the I, I, refuse to, to, to stoop to your levels of, of pretending because where's the, where's the fun in that when it comes to wrestling, right? I'm a, I'm as much of a fucking knockout as anyone and I will fight I, to prove it.
0: I, I prefer my wrestling where they just make work shoot As you know, David works. Oh yeah. Are my favorite part of wrestling. Yes. I, I, I am not a huge minority within the wrestling community when it comes to work shoots. I like any internet wrestling fan adore them.
1: Austin's Austin's favorite wrestler MJF um, m- brings him such joy every time he blends the line between reality and kayfabe, And it doesn't, it doesn't make Austin irrationally angry in one of the few major disagreements we have when it comes to wrestling media. No way. I no mean-
0: I mean, honestly, I think his brain, him kind of leaning into reality is my favorite parts of MJF. I, I usually hate when he's just like, you're all fat slobs. Your sports team sucks. You're a whore.
1: Oh, well also agree to disagree on that one, but yeah, whatever. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the reason we're talking about work works shoots is because we're going back to 1998 tonight to the king of work shoots Vince Russo oh era boy. WWF
1: the king of three edgy five me internet weirdos
0: it, it's kind of unfair I think it's almost unfair to put this all on Vince Russo it's like it's it's like blaming Frank Miller and uh and Alan Moore for comic books becoming grim dark, right? Like it's, it's at some point a part of it has to be on everybody else also doing it.
1: This is fair. Um, but that said, I think Vince Russo was like more egregious than the ellen Moores and the well, maybe not the Frank Millers of the world. No, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the fence with, I'm on the fence with Frank Miller because like I would I would like to my, believe hot, my hot
0: take is that The Dark Knight Returns is severely overrated. Like it's oh. not, I, oh, dear. I, I I am very much on that on that hot take. Like it's not but, even like a he has a good his good Batman book is year 1, not The Dark Knight Returns. Oh okay.
1: Well that yeah, that's that's fair. And like people like Sin City and shit like that. But like <laughs> I I like when it comes to Vince Russo, he the, the stri- like what when it comes when it comes to well, first of all, when it comes to like you know, your Alan Moores or your uh, um, or, or your your uh, 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 Frank Millers of the world, um, they were at least trying to create something meaningful. The vibe I get from Vince Russo is that he was intentionally like craftsening up the entire art form of wrestling in order to, to get to win big for the fed
0: i mean i think he was just kind of going with what he thought the fans wanted at the time and well yes in a way he was right
1: he was but like for me it's more about like on one hand i do appreciate the 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 innovation some of the innovations that vince russo brought to wrestling like he he made he helped make wrestling feel modern and relevant to normies in a way that just putting on like banger technical matches can't. Um, but that being said, my respect for it kind of stops at the like five head, everyone else in the room wishes they were the guy who said that innovation because it just, it, it, it it crassened so much of the sport. Um, Mm -hmm. and, like immediately started to try like, like the, 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 the lightning in a bottle that was stone cold, Steve Austin. Um, he, he was kind of this perfect combination of Vince Russo's sensibilities, his own charisma and the like perfect storm. That was, um, the way in which the Vince McMahon character gestated over time since the Montreal screw job. um, but outside of that and outside of, you know, some of the other like bigger guys, you know, the rock, et cetera. Um, if you get, if you distill it just down to the Vince Russo sensibilities itself, they can't stand on their own. And that is so evident when they are being performed by anybody who is not named stone cold, Steve Austin or Dwayne, the rock Johnson.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think you could extend that to a lot of the other top guys of that era, but like, you know, like Undertaker, Mankind.
1: This is this is okay. That's that's DX. That's great.
0: But like, once you get off of that like top layer, oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny that we that we um uh we are starting this with like a thing about how Vince Russo sucks because honestly, you could argue that from a certain point of view, the brawl for all is one of his better ideas actually, and here's why. The moti- the the motivation for the brawl. Let's open with that because that's what we're here for. Let's just the, tonight's episode was the first episode of the brawl for all. So let's talk about the motivations behind it. Uh, there are a couple of different answers. Uh, JBL, for example, has said that it, it was because of you know at the time we were seeing the rise of shoot fight turn of of world's toughest man of like the tough man competitions and stuff like that. I mean, I remember TV ads as a kid for that kind of shit.
1: Also real quick, one, one clarifying question on history. This is, is this after Vince like went on TV and super directly murdered kayfabe or super. Yeah, indirectly was, the, murdered kayfabe?
0: December 97 was the, we're tired of insulting your intelligence promo.
1: Yes. So this is after that yes after that okay this
0: is this is June 98 um that so that and while I might buy that story is like why specifically did this tournament turn into boxing but with takedown wrestling takedowns as a legal move but the but for why this even started in the first place from Vince Russo's own words about this is that basically backstage he found JBL to be kind of a prick and he heard JBL talking up how he could beat anybody in the locker room in a bar fight. And so Vince Russo was like, oh, I got an idea to test that out.
1: Wait, Vince Vince Russo? Very big
0: Absolutely base for that. Uh, but yeah, so Vince Russo went to Vince McMahon with this idea. And, like, everyone hated it except Vince. Like, Jim Cornette, who, like, other people who were on Creative at the time. Jim Cornette was like, this is the stupidest idea Vince Russo has ever had.
1: Rare, rare Br- Jim Cornette W.
0: Bruce Pritchard. Who is one of the bigger Vince McMahon ball lickers you may find in yes, the public space? Was like, Yeah, this idea fucking sucked. Uh, Jim, Rare,
1: Ross, dub.
0: Jim Ross, who besides being a commentator, did have booking, resp- was kind of part of the booking team, as well yeah. as being head of talent relations at the time, was like, This doesn't make any sense and is stupid.
1: Incredibly <laughs> common jim ross dub
0: yeah so like nobody liked this idea but vince the vince's russo and mcmahon (laughs) they liked it so we're doing it so the idea of the brawl for all tournament was it was a shoot fight tournament uh completely voluntary participation and you know you get paid a bonus if you win and so because it's a shoot fight tournament all of the top guys were like no way we're not do I'm not even going there
1: I don't they don't need that bonus first of all and second they're the top guys they don't need to be part of this dick wagon competition
0: yeah but lower the lower card guys who could who were hoping for some more exposure Yes, we like sure I will actually f- f- start fights
1: i will I, I i will take whatever tv time i can get even if it means enabling vince russo's dumbass oh no
0: yeah so the tournament ran for nine straight weeks on raw oh we are god. not watching the full tournament thank we god watching, we are watching six episodes of the tournament oh um so the first night of the brawl for all tournament started the night after king of the ring 1998 uh so what happened at king of the ring 98 so we let's start from the top and go go down
1: work our way yeah
0: yeah the main event and honestly it ties into the both of the last two matches tie into each other it was the main event was kane versus stone cold steve austin for the wwf championship and the undertaker versus mankind in a hell in a cell match you might know that one
1: wait fuck that that one yes that one yo wait wait we don't we're skipping that
0: I will absolutely do a one-off episode to watch King of the Ring 98 just to make sure we can ever see that match. I'll be honest with you.
1: Okay, good. Because otherwise I'd be a grumpy boy.
0: So these feuds greatly tie into each other as uh, time to give a rare Vince Russo W here. Uh, Vince Russo is really good at having characters and storylines intermingle and intertwine with each other whether there are good storylines and sometimes it's just a lot of everybody running in and punching each other <laughs> during every match
1: yes he but it's like still
0: guys. an inter but it's still an intertwining storyline. It's, he. it's pretty rare for there to be guys who just like they are here to do one thing and wrestle one guy and in some eras of the WWE that would that would have been greatly appreciated to move away from that um
1: Absolutely. Uh, new generation
0: <laughs> mid 2000 late mid 2010s WWE could be great uh, yeah
1: mid mid 2010s
0: <laughs> yeah so basically at the previous pay-per-view over the edge 98 uh it was stone cold versus dude love for the title and basically up to this point, dude love when we remember last time we were here in the Attitude Era, we ended off with uh, the dude attacking stone cold Steve Austin, seemingly out of kind of this like anger and frustration of like.
1: Yeah. As I, as I recall, as I recall, they played it as like him having an episode that made him switch into the mankind persona.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically. And basically in the two months after that, Vince kind of tried to mold and manipulate mankind, uh, Mick Foley, dude, love, whatever, into yep. being his corporate champion. He, This was going to be his key to getting this belt away from Stone Cold.
1: Wait, is this in kayfabe?
0: Yes, in kayfabe. This oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Vince was like, well, I'm going to use this man's mental instability that means he is very easily manipulatable. So yes. we're going to use him for this.
2: Absolutely. And
0: after, at an over the edge, despite stacking the deck hysterically in in Dude Love's favor, Stone Cold won the match. Be Even though Vince was the referee, uh, what happened is Vince got knocked out. And then Stone Cold pinned Dude Love and took Vince's unconscious arm and made it hit tap the one, two, three for the win.
1: Wait, that counts?
0: Yep. Vince said only by his hand will pins be counted in this match. And Stone Cold was like, oh, is that how that works?
1: Oh, my God. Wow. So uh, what I'm hearing is that every other person who's come after this, every other like fucking heel that's one off like some bullshit, like ref knockout spot. And then he faced lost off they that. They could do that. Oh, no, yeah. None of them have been min maxing properly by just yeah. knocking out the ref and just yeah. using the rest, landing the pin near the ref's hand and just using. The- oh, Oh, that's, that's great. Thank you for that. So
0: if, having failed again, Vince <laughs> has decided that, you know what, Mick, you suck actually you're a big dumb piece of shit and you're fired fuck you get out of my sight you worthless sack of shit
1: (laughs) yeah see see that that's the that's the that's the treatment i would have expected mcfoley get from from vince mcmahon you're 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 an indie darling with like weird gimmicks out of my sight fuck you
0: yeah so now vince's new chosen champion to stop stone cold steve austin is Kane, because he's just coming out of the Undertaker, his feuding with his brother, the Undertaker. He's the big bad monster now, so he's like, okay, Kane is gonna be my man.
1: Ah, uh, yes one one uh, mentally one easily one
0: mentally ill, easy to manipulate wrestler replaced with another mentally ill, easily easy to manipulate so wrestler. Good. I think
1: I'll have it a second time. I mean, you know, at least Vince is a little more on the money with this one, considering Kane literally in the back end of his career became a f- actual fucking corporate stooge.
0: Hey, and of course Paul Bearer is totally okay with all of this. He's like, "Yeah, this is fine."
1: Yeah, I can run. I can. I can run out my my brand new Demon Boy to you at a reasonable price, Vince.
0: Yeah. So basically, on top of that, though, is that. The Undertaker, uh, I told I told you a little this about this in messenger, talking about this, but the Undertaker's new character in talking about these worky worky work shooty shoot uh, character beats is the Undertaker is now framing his time in the WWF as you know he came into this company and Vince used him to be a giant slayer to protect Vince's chosen champions, which is why he pout around all the time with the King Kong Bundys and the giant Gonzaleses and the Kamalas of the world.
1: Man, that is an interesting concept, but it also, like, it makes Kane make absolutely no sense, and it also, like... I mean, Dunderbaker
0: can still have the the demon brother murdered murdered his family, set the house ablaze shit.
1: But I feel like the fact that we're doing, actually, this was all a bit, um, to, to like, by by Vince to, like, psych out challengers to his, to his chosen stars, um, and that's how we're gonna retcon the fact that I'm not actually immortal vampire wizard zombie boy, uh, so I can transition to becoming a fucking biker, like, it, it it makes all that make no sense because like it, it's it's still a bit, Um and on top of that, it you have to question like Vince's supposed chosen champs were King Kong Bundy and not like Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage no, who are no, two of the no, biggest pushers in all of in no. all of wrestling history.
0: No, the idea is that Vince saw met people like King Kong Bundy as a threat to his oh. preferred champions, and so he's like send the Undertaker after King Kong Bundy so he can't become champion. And defeat. I see.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So that that yeah. part does make sense. But yeah, it still yeah. makes it still makes Kane make absolutely no sense because you can't have your cake and eat it too. Can't have your cane and eat it too in this case.
0: Hey. Uh, hey. So Vince. So you know, Undertaker's looking at it is like. Well, I've been the loyal company man for so long, so I'm gonna get my shot to be the chosen champion, right? Uh, to which Vince's apparent, to which he's like, and then instead, what happened is Vince let my murderous brother in the company and gave Paul Bear a platform to lay out the ent- my, all my family secrets, and he pushed but- me to fight my brother.
1: Okay, but he's not a. He's no longer supernatural, right? He's
0: kind, is kind of.
1: Okay, whatever. Sure, sure, fine, whatever.
0: So he's like, so Vincent. so, you know, so Undertaker's like, I've had enough of, you know, toe in the company line here. I am going to take my fucking opportunities because I'm the dead man.
1: I can do whatever I want. I am one of the most famous wrestlers of all time.
0: Yep. Uh, So under Kay- so Vince was like, all right, you can have your shot against uh, Stone Cold if you beat Kane in a number one contenders match. What, want, what, what? And in that number one contenders match, Mick Foley brought back the Mankind persona and just decided to interfere and screw Undertaker because he's oh. still kind of, because he's still, even if Vince fired him, he is still in the tank for vince and vince's chosen interests
1: yeah man mankind he takes a little bit longer to learn things right
0: it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a few more months before mankind realizes. it to be a hot it.
1: second for mankind stops following vince around like a sad lonely puppy yeah
0: so now you got the four of these men all fighting each other uh but on the same time uh vince Basically, at the this, there's so much split beats. Okay. So the week after that number one contenders match, Vince was awarded a humanitarian of the year award and invite uh there was a some or some charitable organization. Okay. Um, and he invited Stone Cold to come to the ceremony, and then Stone Cold was attacked by kane and mankind and so after that stone cold was like vince fuck you man what was that about last week and so, and vince is like hey whoa whoa have you considered i had nothing to do with this have you considered <laughs> that undertaker has the entire motive has all the motive in the world to do this and in fact you got put in a coffin last week by Kane and Mankind. You know who does that? The Undertaker. That's who. He is behind this. So Vince is trying to stir the pot of like some collusion happening between Undertaker and Kane, even though Undertaker is publicly saying, I do not like my brother. I'm not trying to st- screw you, Stone Cold. I am a straightforward man. I am challenging you. I'm not going to do this mind game shit. I and just Stone Cold to fight is you straight orange- up.
1: Stone Cold who's always who's already feuded with Vince once and knows what a bastard man Vince is and how much Vince vitriolically hates him is still is is still buying this
0: well I I personally interpret it as Stone Cold thinks both of them are out to get him, both Undertaker okay, and that's Vince.
1: Fair. That's fair. Stone Cold's a slightly paranoid Redneck son.
0: He is one of his one of his, his catchphrases is DTA, don't trust anybody.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a very Stone Cold thing to do.
0: Yeah, so the as for the match on the pay-per-view, uh, the main event, Kane versus Stone Cold, the last show before the pay-per-view, it was announced by Vince that this would be a very special kind of a match. Oh, it will be a first blood match which
1: oh oh the
0: name is a little self-explanatory but basically the winner is the first person to bleed the loser is the first person to bleed and
1: the winner is the first person to bleed john moxley has entered the call
0: yeah the first you lose the match by bleeding and if you can't tell how this stacks the deck at this point in time Kane is wearing a full face leather mask and a full body suit except for one arm and stone cold comes out in trunks and boots.
1: Yes. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, yeah, that, that's the, that's the delightful thing about like getting masked wrestlers is like seeing what the fuck they have to do to actually bleed. Cause you know, mm-hmm. they got that whole mask thing kind of covers up the whole forehead.
0: Yeah. Yeah uh and to add some stakes to this here contest str- you we got kane oh, to be clear kane is supposed to be a mute or a near nears about the damage yep. the damage to his from the fire is just so great so he gets of like an electronic vocal box oh shit this angle yeah, he gets this box and the very – this is the first words he has ever uttered on WWF TV.
2: Well, he puts
0: Al- it to his throat and he goes, If I don't win the title, I will set myself on fire. <laughs> so now if Kane loses, he will self-emulate. He will, he will set himself on fire and die.
1: I don't see. I feel like he's. I feel like he's pulling some some hacks here, because he's like you know a fire controlling devil. I would assume he could just not be hurt by that. No one's gonna question that. No, no one. No one's got any questions about. It? Okay.
0: Uh, so the pe- the match itself, uh, Stone Cold puts up his best effort here, but with the referee bumped and down, da- and, and down. Uh, Mankind shows up to interfere, which is incredible because this happens after the Hell in a Cell match that I'm about to, you know, talk about. Oh, came back to interfere. He eats a stunner. Then out comes the Undertaker. (laughs) and the Undertaker has a steel chair, he tries to hit Mankind, but Mankind ducks. He hits Stone Cold in the face, and that Uh causes Stone Cold to bleed and lose the match. Uh Uh-huh. Collusion,
1: oh. Collu-
0: conspiracy,
1: conspiracy. Con- uh, continues. uh Is that a malfunction at the junction? I or smell.
0: Was it a plan the whole time.
1: whole time?
0: But either way, Kane is now the WWF champion.
1: Oh well, you know, good good for him. He got super over. I'm happy for him.
0: So for Undertaker and Mankind. Uh they had a match in Hell in a Cell. Uh, basically as part of the match, the Bill to Kane and Undertaker and Stone Cold and all that. They were there too and there was a, ma- a tag team Hell in a Cell on Raw between Stone Cold. Yeah, the second ever Hell in a Cell match was just on an episode of Raw. And in and fact it, was a it wasn't a real team. match. It was and mostly it was... an angle.
2: Mm-hmm
1: what where
0: basically what happened was what how they did is like it was it was kane and mankind versus stone cold and the undertaker and stone cold comes out undertaker doesn't come out to his entrance and so what kane and mankind do is they leave the cage lock the door and then go try to two-on-one stone cold but paul bearer is still in the cage and so Undertaker pops up out of the ring, and then he is in alone in a cage with Paul Bear and whoops his ass.
1: They've done they've done a weird amount of like, popping up in like, popping up out of the ring angles in WWE because there was the like what's his nuts getting dragged down to hell by Man, K- I
0: mean, how, yeah Zack Ryder yeah they love, how, they how do they
1: how days. do they fucking do that do they do they have like a trapdoor in the ring
0: under the ring. Yeah.
1: But like, is, are they coming up through the like mat?
0: Yeah. They come up through the mat.
1: What the fuck? So, okay. That seems like an interesting thing to do with your wrestling mat, but okay.
0: Seems like it'd be slightly
1: convoluted to engineer, but.
0: Mm -hmm. So basic. So after that, after that heinous attack the next week, the same week they do Pretty the set myself idea. on fire thing. Uh Paul Bear is at home recuperating. <laughs> and Undertaker <laughs> goes to Paul Bear's house and whoops his ass some more. Yes! He's, even yes! like, he's even like you think he's
1: he like you eat you think I forgot where you lived. <laughs> Why I fucking lived at your funeral home for years. Why do you so, think you're safe here, moron? Going to witness yeah. protection.
0: Yeah, so after that, after that heinous beatdown of of Kane's father, mankind is like, Enough is enough. Undertaker, I challenge you to hell in a cell, a king in the ring. And then in the most famous hell in a cell match ever, but yeah, no,
1: so the most famous hell in a cell match ever was built off of mankind simping for Kane. And Paul Barry, yes. What? So anyway. It was so weird.
0: Yeah, so at Hell in a Cell, at the Hell in a Cell match, uh, it is known for, th- it's basically a three-spot match. There is basically no match outside of this. But basically, <laughs> they start the match with Mankind climbing to the top of the K of the Cell. Undertaker follows him up there. And after a cute little bit of brawly brawling on top of the cell, Undertaker just chucks mankind off the cell and through the announce table. Yes. Famously, good God Almighty, they've killed him. <laughs> From Jim Ross.
1: I think as that's God, why. I think
0: as God is my witness, he is broken in half.
1: I- I'm pretty sure I saw a meme about that earlier, like a roses are red, violets are blue meme, making it rhyme with like the implied Jim Ross line. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so after he falls through the announce table, they go through the whole rigmarole of like trying to like get medical to stretcher him off. And then he fights off the stretchering, goes back up to the top of the cell this time with a steel cha- chair, and then this, t- and then they keep Undertaker and and Mankind fight some more, and this time Undertaker choke slams Mankind through the cell back into the ring. Wasn't
1: was that I, wasn't that
0: unplanned? Part part of it, the way it happened was unplanned. Specifically, the part where the chair also fell down the hole oh. and hit mankind in the face
1: oh no and
0: specifically it knocked one of his teeth his teeth out yes and, it, and sent it up his nasal cavity which is one of the more infamous shots from this match
1: yes we actually have a poster in my house that uh, uh it's like it's like a it's 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 about the hell in a cell match but it, it's made to look like a comic book cover uh mm-hmm. and they did the they drew the visual of like the the, the tooth and the nose it's great
0: yeah And so, of course, the match does not end there either. No. As the Undertaker jumps down into the ring.
1: Yes. On the roof. It's also metal as fuck.
0: And then the the medical people and, like, agents and all that are like, please, God, stop this match. To which Undertaker is like, he just beats up the agents as well. Absolutely. I forget who, but thumbtacks are then put out. And then Undertaker choke slams Mankind in the thumbtacks.
1: Oh hell and yeah, him,
0: And then hits him with a tombstone for the win.
1: Damn, That that is pretty extreme. I, it is funny you, you you talk about it that way because like, I I I know about the parts where they go up to the top. I kind of always assumed there was like a whole match lead up to that. And that no, was a it, very starts, it starts it starts on the roof. Well, that's insane.
0: Yeah. But Undertaker hey. has what wins. Mankind is immortalized forever is the most hardcore son of a bitch ever seen in the WWF. Yes.
1: yes. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this make Foley guys pretty cool. Who? Why did we never know this?
0: Yep. So then other matches on the card. It is the king of the ring after all. So we get the king of the ring semifinal. Oh, to crown and a new final king. In the, to crown the king. Uh, so... The first, they have 16, they have eight qualifying matches on raw and they call them qualifying matches, even though they put it in a bracket format. So it, 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 it functions as a first round, but they're like, yeah. okay. I mean, like
1: technically they're qualifying to move on, whatever.
0: It's dumb. Uh, so I will not talk about the, I will be respectful of their terminology and not talk about the qualifying matches also some <laughs> time. So the quarterfinals that happened on TV, uh The Rock versus Triple H, The Rock won. Shocker. Owen Owen Hart versus Dan Severn, Dan oh. Severn fucking won.
1: Wait, that is a shocker. Who the fuck is Dan Severn? All
0: right, I was going to I'll I'll save that for when we get to the semifinals and I actually talk about who these sim these people are here. Ken Shamrock beat Mark Henry. Boom. And, jeff jarrett beat mark marrow
1: oh okay that is based
0: so the semi-final matches uh were first you had uh ken shamrock versus jeff jarrett so ken shamrock along along with dan Severn, are basically two of the original top stars of the ufc like ufc was on the up and up in the nine in 98. Like, this was early days UFC where it was almost a lawless wasteland of just doing whatever. Um, And it was a whole big controversial thing. Uh, But they had the, like, UFC ultimate championship thing. Like, before they had even weight classes. The original UFC did not have weight classes.
1: That's awesome.
0: Uh, The first champion of the UFC was Ken Shamrock defeating Dan Severn, and then Dan Severn beat Ken Shamrock for that belt as well? Oh uh, shit! So there is a lot of personal history between these two, and the WWF will are definitely trying to like play into the idea that holy shit, these guys could meet in the finals of the King of the Ring. Uh, otherwise, oh. otherwise, their character is Dan. Ken Shamrock is uh, roided out anger monster
1: yeah he's just a dude
0: he is just a dude who will beat up anybody he has a severe anger management problems um like he hell. will attack anyone and dan Severn is honestly just a dude like he's bad he's he, he's a decent wrestler and he's he's obviously a legit badass but he never had a significant amount of charisma or personality and so he dies on the vine in in the WWF. He never yeah, gets anywhere. Yeah, that sounds he's, about right. But he's a legit fighter. Oh
1: god. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh boy, we're starting to see that obsession with real shooty shoot fight and cry. I didn't realize Ken Shamrock was a fucking UFC champ originally. Oh yeah. god.
0: So Ken so Jeff Jarrett is back in the WWF from from his tip th- from WCW. This is his second time in the WWF and he brought with him Colonel Robert Parker. hey Hey, Tennessee Lee. So
1: Jeff uh,
0: Jarrett. Hey, uh,
1: he's so he's Tennessee Lee in the Fed.
0: Yeah, that's his name in the in the in the in the the WF is
1: Tennessee Lee. Yeah, because Robert Parker also uh he managed Harlem Heat. Harlem
0: Heat, yep. He's the plantation owner looking motherfucker. He's the oh god. But now he's managing Jeff Jarrett,
1: the spelling bee champion.
0: Yep, uh, the greatest star in the world,
1: he spells um, the name really well.
0: Yes, yep, and then, uh, despite Tennessee Lee's best efforts to cheat, um, Shamrock beat Jeff Jarrett, so there's that. Then Ooh. The Rock versus Dan Severn. No, way. Dan Severn has because. The because the nation of domination, or I guess they're just kind of the nation now. Like yes, they're not. They haven't officially changed the name, but they stop calling them the name. They start using the nation a lot, which is probably because by this point they've added Owen Hart. (laughs) The nation, he is the Black Heart of the Hart family. Please tell me they say that.
1: Please tell me they. No way. They call him the Black
0: Heart that's why literally
1: they literally acknowledge it that's so good
0: yep but he's in the nation now the token white guy in the black (laughs) power group oh yeah baby but you know now it's the rocks nation so it's now more like just a bunch of fuck boys (laughs) like (laughs) ron simmons was carrying hard the like Black, black power. Look at the discrimination we have felt in the WWF as black men. The Rock's in charge now. For some reason, the Rock is in charge now. So now they're just all a bunch of cocky douchebags. Man, um, I can't. I can't wait to.
1: I can't wait to rush the Nation Frat, bro.
0: (laughs) But that's relevant. as basically Dan Severn has been fighting with the because the Nation has been. The nation has been beefing with DX and with Ken Shamrock. So, like Dan Severn, who also is beefing with Ken Shamrock, has been in the in the orbit of the nation. Oh and plus, dance, Dan Severn beat D Lo Brown to qualify. That's Dan oh Severn has beaten two God. members of the nation. He beat D Lo oh. Brown to qualify, and then he beat Owen Hart in the first round. Oh so, no. so the match ends with the nation interfering. And D'Lo Brown attacks Dan Severn and helps The Rock win.
1: Man, I was worried for a second. I was, I was fucking, I was so worried, dude, that, like, they were about to have Dan Severn beat The Rocks because Dan Severn could shooty-shoot fight. Oh, my God.
0: Well, they had their whole big riffity. They spent weeks hyping up that, hey, Ken Shamrock versus Dan Severn, that'd be really cool, right? And then
1: and they, they did not do it. Do it. <laughs> they de- they didn't
0: do it. And in fact, they're never going to do it.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my God. I mean, that's shit. That's shit booking. But also, that's awesome. It's hilarious. Absolutely. So good.
0: So then the finals are, of course, The Rock versus Ken Shamrock. And shockingly, Ken Shamrock wins. He just gets in the ankle lock and beats The Rock.
1: The Among the people who have beaten The Rock while he was The Rock it, are Ken Shamrock?
0: I mean, honestly, that's been kind of the story for them because at WrestleMania in this same year, The Rock, who is the Intercontinental Champion right now, he faced Ken Shamrock then. Shamrock won the match, but then he kept attacking after the bell. So the ref was like, they, I'm going to reverse the decision uh and we we gotta keep
1: the belt on the rock but we also gotta build up that the Ken Shamrock's a fighty boy
0: yeah so now this is a match where the rock doesn't need king of the ring and Ken Shamrock is not gonna win the title if he beats the rock in this match mm. therefore Ken Shamrock gonna get the dub this time oh boy so Ken Shamrock is your king of the ring Uh, you can in fact you could probably guess on the list of historical kings of the ring how significant ken shamrock was as king of the ring
1: probably like not (laughs) probably like zero
0: no no
1: i know there are some other kind of unimportant kings out there but can't imagine one of that high on the list
0: all right, then the next match, uh, the next match before that was a tag team championship match, the New Age Outlaws, the badass Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, oh. Jesse James. Daddy ass. Daddy ass is here. We're not scissoring yet. Right now, sure. it's telling everyone if they got a problem with that, we got two words for you.
1: Suck Struck it. it. I know that one. I understood that, reference.
0: Yeah, and they are facing, checks notes, the midnight express bodacious bart and bob bastic bob Uh, I've
1: kind of i feel like you yeah they were part
0: of the nwa thing last time we were around here we definitely saw a match with these idiots oh yeah okay and they haven't been on tv at all DX has just been doing king of the ring shenanigans this whole build up and then they and Kane and Mankind won a battle royal to be number one contenders for the tag titles. They haven't gotten a tag match for the titles. What the fuck? And because they are in singles matches on this pay-per-view, they're just like, fuck it. You just go out there and fight the fuck bombastic Bart.
1: Oh, I'm sure it was a real nail-biter, that match. Nah, it
0: sucked. The match ended when... Jim Cornette tried to interfere because, of course, he did, and China punched him in the balls because, of course, she did, and then they they he, they pinned the Midnight Express for the win.
1: You'll love to see it.
0: uh The only interesting the only interesting element of this match is the fact that Bart Gunn and Billy Gunn were facing off against each other in the ring.
1: Oh, that would imply they're probably siblings
0: uh is bart gun the actual brother of of billy gun probably but i actually am not unsure of this no oh. they're kayfabe brothers billy gun and bart gun are kayfabe brothers they were in a tag team the smoking guns where they were cowboys it's the new generation they shot off pistols oh my god range. i forgot about the cowboy angle yep but now oh my it's
1: god oh now no. it's the badass
0: billy gun who's i'm an ass man and bart man, is now bombastic
1: man i remember fucking talking about the, the smoking guns and being deeply unimpressed and just being a dick and now billy gunn is one of my absolute faves oh how times changed. what a little bit of scissoring can do
0: i i would i desperately hope want it will not happen but I really wish AEW would bring in Bart
1: Gunn to align with the Ass Boys. Yo, I would love. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Four way tag team. Uh, four four person tag team like Tornadoes. Four way fucking whatever. Um, they they add Hangman to the mix so that Billy Gunn can can bring the cowboy gimmick back. They can
0: do a knockoff smoking guns, but not call do, it that.
1: <laughs> they can do a knockoff smoking guns, and 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 have both guns and scissors. Brilliant! Brilliant! Nailed it. I just booked it. the best the best angle AEW will never have.
0: Of course, uh, then we had a X Pac versus <laughs> Owen Hart match. Basically, this was built from the fact that in the King of the Ring qualifying matches, it was Triple H versus X Pac. And there was a whole bit of like, oh man, DX gonna fight each the other, X. and it ended by the by the Rock causing a distraction so Owen Hart could run in and injure X Pac and cause him to lose by countout.
1: Why? Because fuck
0: DX, and the but- Rock wants to fight Triple H, not X Pac.
1: Oh, I see. This is this is just to give Rock a higher profile opponent. Okay. Correct.
0: So X-Pac is rightfully like pissed about this.
1: Yeah, he's like, um, what the fuck?
0: That was uh that was out of pocket. So I'm gonna uh, fight out you. Out of now.
1: pocket. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So the match ended. The match had all sorts of stupid shenanigans because first Mark Henry tries to interfere except he is stopped by Vader because Vader and Mark Henry are beefing. So Vader beats him up and then uh-huh. X-Pac, Owen Hart puts in the sharpshooter on X-Pac and China runs in and hits Ch- Owen Hart with a DDT and X-Pac wins.
1: Oh my god. The the endings, they be so messy.
0: They are I mean it was a good match while we were having it but also holy fucking <laughs> shit man. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, let one match end clean, Russo. I am thanking you.
0: All right. The next match, God, I hate that I have to talk about this match, to be honest, because I was like, this is, this feud is stupid. It is too much versus Al Snow and Head in a tag team hey! match. So, Al Snow at this point is coming out of ECW. He, okay. had, he had been in WWF before, where he had such fantastic gimmicks as avatar uh where you gotta i can't even believe this is so the avatar gimmick was he came to the ring in a mask and then he took the mask off when he wrestled and then after the match he put it back on
1: <laughs> was what kind of mask was it
0: it was just a multicolored like lucha-esque mask but he just like puts the mask on and then takes it off to wrestle <laughs>
1: And did they ever talk anything about why this was a thing?
0: Listen, this is the dredges of the new generation. I have never watched an
1: Avatar match. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, God. He is awesome. the
0: the third worst Avatar in pop culture existence. Fucking... frankly.
1: True. Absolutely. Uh, he he but, at least uh, could have had the dignity to come out in a fucking all blue mask.
0: Yeah. If he had come out, like, saying he was a master of the four elements, I would have probably been into it.
1: Yeah, yeah a little bit, a little bit. Great TV. So,
0: yeah, so he goes to ECW. He gets the gimmick where he's like, what does everybody want? Head. And it's hey. like an innuendo and him literally talking to a mannequin doll. Head. Yes. Uh, now he comes to the WWF with this gimmick. And the gimmick is, is he? Need, he really, really wants a job. But he can't get a meeting with Vince McMahon. So he keeps sneaking into the shows in various disguises. What? And having to be thrown out.
1: Okay, that's a disruptive force. That's funny
0: actually. And so he gets in a he has an in-ring interview with Jerry Lawler. Because he's like, I need you to get me a meeting with Vince. (laughs) And Jerry's like, I I don't want to do that. (laughs) Fuck you. So, but Jerry Lawler does give him a fighting chance technically speaking. Uh So as he sets up a tag team match between too much, that is Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor. That is the future too cool. Who they like, they'll rename themselves to Scotty too hottie and grandmaster sex. Oh,
1: those guys.
0: Yeah. But right now they are too much, which is Brian Christopher tweaks out and they are a a vaguely ambiguously gay duo. That is too much. (laughs)
1: That is, and the network says like that is too much.
0: <laughs> what? Hey, wow, that's too much. Uh, uh... Uh...
1: But seriously, Anyways, so... th- th- seriously, make them white rappers instead, please.
0: Yeah, so the he has to have this tag match, but his tag partner is Head, who is the mannequin. <laughs> and also, the the special referee is Jerry Lawler. And the uh jerry lawler's whole shtick here with brian christopher is that brian christopher is legitimately jerry lawler's son like irl oh jerry lawler doesn't acknowledge that but he still favors brian christopher all the time
1: okay so it's the same shit as like the gorilla monsoon getting indignant about his ref yes. son getting insulted even though we don't know that's his ref son
0: yeah but the uh, but we're also all in on the joke that like yes yes this time christopher is his son but so so are they like
1: explicitly lamb shading the fact that they will not acknowledge yes
0: jerry refuses to like acknowledge it that his uh, (laughs) son that he is i have my son son. uh and in fact uh the one funny moment of this whole seg of this whole bit is while they're discussing this is alice knows like is like arguing with Head about whether or not Brian Christopher is um, uh, Jerry Lawler's son. Al Snow says he is, and Head allegedly says he's not. And he's like, Hey, settle a debate for us, Jerry. Is Brian Christopher your son? And Jerry Lawler goes, No, Head's no, Brian Christopher's not my son. Head's got the right idea for once. And then Jerry's like, Oh, now you got me talking to the head.
1: <laughs> Good, you know, speaking. Speaking of, um, wrestling family connections that I, that I, like, father-son connections that I was not previously privy to, um, IRS's son is, oh, fuck, um, Bo Dallas? uh, No. I think it's,
0: I think it's Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt, pretty sure. Wait! Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are both let me, let me check that let me check the whole family history here but i am pretty sure yes Wyndham rotunda aka what? bray wyatt and it's taylor rotunda bo dallas. oh my god yeah <laughs> what the fuck bray why i don't bray Wyatt and bo dallas are brothers yes and the son of irs what an absolutely wild family tree of gimmicks there.
1: That's fucking insane.
0: I guess I would also become, I would, I guess I would also go crazy and form a swamp called if my dad was, like, the biggest proponent of of, I, of the
1: IRS. True. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. You don't understand me. I'm going to live off the grid.
0: I'm gonna go live off the grid. That Actually, that checks out. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to this. So, the tag match goes how you think it goes. It is a two-on-one handicap match, and Jerry Lawler cheats uh, for too much. But the match ends. Al Snow tags in Head to use Head as a weapon, but this was his downfall. As they get Al Snow down, but Head is the legal person. How do you pin a fucking mannequin Head? What they do...
1: No shoulders.
0: Oh, but they got a plan is... Jerry Lawler and Brian Christopher pull out a bottle of head and shoulders and put the mannequin head on the shampoo bottle and then they pin the shampoo bottle. (laughs) Because get it? Now he's got head and shoulders. (laughs) Pin him down for one, two, three. You know...
1: (laughs) As, As shenanigans go, that is easily the stupidest and yet it is also easily the most artistically inspired (laughs) it is phenomenal so fucking ridiculous so too much have
0: won the match al snow will not get yet get his meeting with vince mcmahon to get himself a job
1: oof ow and owie and then in a match that
0: exists solely to just have a match on pay-per-view, a six-man tag team match between the Headbangers, uh, oh, hey. and Thrasher, and light heavyweight champion Taka Mishinoku. Taka! Versus Kai and Tai. Uh, I believe we actually oh. covered their debut when they, like, attacked yes! Triple H or whatever. Yes! Uh, right after WrestleMania. They're a group now uh, that is Funaki, Men's Teo and Dick Togo. And you know their gimmick is are Japanese. Oh, uh, boy. The thing, though, that I think the headbangers and, and, Ka- and, Ta- and Taka win. But I think the thing that we most need to emphasize here is they have a manager. Uh, Mr. Yamaguchi. Remember that. Okay. Remember Yamaguchi-san.
1: That will be Im-
0: that will be important <laughs> for okay. a, f- a feud that we will be covering in this period of time that you will definitely hate, but you know, Uh-oh. not going to give anything more than that. But Yamaguchi San going to be very important. Uh, oh, other, what, other what other things do I think is worth mentioning that has happened recently? Up, uh, Goldust is hanging around, except hey. now he is cleaned up and found jesus oh no he is jesus free. Oh. dustin runnels which of course means he's a heel because he, he doesn't do anything except like pray before his matches but like heel
1: wh- wh- <laughs> look look i i i i am not above being lay reddit atheist however um i think just being like he is christian boo this man is uh, a little it's a little cringe vincey it is,
0: it is a little cringe he doesn't do he doesn't proselytize poor he doesn't do dustin. anything
1: to, poor like... dustin just continues to be done absolutely dirty by this company yeah, it this never is, ends this it is never... not a good gimmick how is every how is every gimmick they pick for him worse than the last one austin you see, I was gonna just, i was gonna refute you
0: on that one, but his next gimmick after being Goldust again is having Tourette's. So, you know what? It actually just oh my! Keep getting worse.
1: God, stop it! Stop doing this to my boy! It gets better. It gets better. It gets better.
0: Yeah. Um. Mark Marrow has a new hot squeeze. So, at Over the Edge, he had a mat. He apparently has some sort of basically because he's married to sable he does has control of her entire <coughs> career i guess uh and so he has finally devised his scheme to make sure that sable will stop showing boob to the <laughs> to the fans he sets up a match at pay on the on pay-per-view again where he will fight any champion of sable's choosing and if he wins she is gone forever oh my just get a divorce it's so much easier oh I'll, I'll wait you don't even we aren't even there yet but the match in the match itself sable decides to be her own champion based? So sable versus mark marrow
1: based
0: and mark marrow trick pins her to win trick he like pins? Pre- he pretends that he's gonna like lay down and let her win and then she's a oh. dumbass and falls for it, and then he pins her, rolls up and rolls her up and pins her. Why would
1: you fall for that?
0: But to be fair, she is not a regular wrestler, so I'm willing to believe that she's an idiot who doesn't know about that. This kind of but tricks.
1: she also should know that her husband is a bastard man who will who is would yeah, never in a million years should have
0: just let her win. Yeah, he pro- she probably just yes, i
1: I already yeah. suddenly understand why the fuck they didn't get, just get a divorce because neither of them are smart enough to realize that that's an option. So.
0: She is off WWF forever. And they play video packages like she fucking died. (laughs) Like, they have the same kind of tone and, like, reverent air that you would put on, like, Like, a Rest in Peace video. Oh, my
1: God. Why? (laughs) Why?
0: Yet another instance of these like career re- retirement video packages in this show being dead, being like might as well be dead. Um
1: this and is this not la- Lucha Underground. Stop thinking you're Lucha Underground. And cool in the meantime,
0: in the meantime, Mark Mark Amaro is is has celebrating how Sable is barefoot in the kitchen where she belongs. And but don't worry, he's got a new manager uh from uh he got a nice a nice girl who knows her place and it is Jacqueline uh I don't you know um maybe Miss Jackie from with uh uh, with James Storm in TNA we've seen her a couple times as Miss Jackie
1: vaguely remember
0: but so now Mark Marrow has a new girlfriend that he is flaunting on television (laughs) and to help him cheat to win matches while Sable is at home. Except, two weeks later, Vince McMahon brings Sable back to TV. They don't even explain it beyond, listen, he just wanted her back on TV. So he just signed her again.
1: What? So now Sable is back it's just like this mark this mark Marrow's guy is never gonna get over you know what does get over sable's tits
0: yeah so great job there mark
1: good (laughs) job just like everything else in your career it was utterly pointless
0: yep so then yeah i think that's that's everything i think worth bringing up for the time being
1: yeah. Oh my
0: bad. Edge debuted. I forgot. Almost forgot about that.
1: Oh, I, see, it's funny because you've said over the edge a couple times, and I was like, "eh." Over the no, you think you'd
0: think they would plan that out, but they don't. He debuted. No, the I. Oh he came no, I
1: did not think they would plan that out. Austin, I am not. I am not so bold as to assume that they would actually be at all like that. Actually, plan that
0: after. Well, after doing weeks of vignettes where he is like spooky goth in a in a in a train tunnel or something Used doing vague random um, vague vague like too deep for me horse shit oh boy that says nothing he is debuted uh
1: yeah the most significant
0: part about this promo about these like f- these dumb vignette promos is the you think you know me thing comes from that like, oh! And one of the promos was like, you think you know me, but you don't. And so, like, the you think you know me thing that is just a part of Edge's, like, general presentation forever now, that comes yes. from that from his debut Damn. vignettes.
1: Damn, talk about consistency. Yep. That's sick.
0: Uh Listen, he is not a vampire with his kayfabe brother Christian yet, so... He's an extreme, he's not an interesting version of of, of, Christian Are Kayfabe brothers. They were, and then they retconned that.
1: Of course they did,
0: but he hasn't hooked up with, uh, with, uh, Gangrel and Christian to be like spooky vampire boys. So he's just kind of a dude right now.
1: Fair enough. Where, where did he come from? By the way, was he homegrown or was he like Indies?
0: Uh, I mean, he he had a small amount of time on like Canadian indies, but not anything a not anything like major. Though it's okay, hard most, because though it's hard because like '90s indies kind of sucked. So
1: that's fair. But he was mostly homegrown then.
0: Yeah, he has okay. no real. He had no. He has never had a, a major career. Um, did actually? I'm no. There's no way that WCW ever hired him. I just asked myself, did WCW ever hire him? But there's absolutely no way that ever happened because. Uh, his indie game, his indie name was Sexton Hardcastle. So, no fucking way that he ever had a major job. <laughs> and in that one, I'll tell you
1: that. And, and Vince, and Vince Russo and Vince McMahon looked at that and said, penis jokes, I'm in.
0: Impressively, they never impressively how they like never use that like on screen they never like made okay. that okay like he never yeah wrestled well at the, at oh, well he, he might you know R what Super he Star. might he might have been a jobber he might have done jobs as sexton hardcastle could have been but you know as an important character he never Edge. wrestled as sexton hardcastle Edge. okay yeah but w basically wwf is the only only major wrestling spot he's ever wrestled, he's ever worked
1: in. Good to know.
0: And so, that is it. We, If you would like to watch well, along with us tonight, you can do so on Peacock, uh, W-N-B- D- NBC Universal Streaming Service, where WWE licenses all their content for the time being. Uh, and we will be watching the June 29th, 1998 episode of Monday Night
1: Raw. Raw! It's war.
0: And we are back. We have finished the June 29th, 1998 episode of Monday Night Raw. The first show of the Brawl for All.
1: Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And not just because of the Brawl for All. Man, I forgot how much a lot the 90s was.
0: Nah, this... We're Vince Russo is on his Vince Russo is right now he is so we are cramming in so much I
1: have yeah I have questions about I not even questions I have observations about that like in a little bit um because I I was looking at this through like a lens of created by Vince Russo TM and things got even then things got weird
0: Mm-hmm. all right uh, yeah we open with a recap of king of the ring 98 the only reason i bring this up is because i was like oh yeah that black and white filter on the over the blood shot
1: yeah well is and they're not showing any video clips they're only showing stills uh, oh because, for
0: now they're not but then well, okay
1: later but for now for for the actual show like no way in hell Vince is letting you get any of that for free. You gotta pony up each time, bitch.
0: Nah, fuck you, pal. And then dun, 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 and then we get to the warehouse. Dun, dun, dun. Oh,
1: war I, opening. I, I,
0: I looked up the lyrics and then I forgot them.
1: <laughs> there the are lyrics? Yeah. I don't I'm I'm so distracted by like, everything. It was
0: dark and not enough sky. I'm the thorn in your eye. Damn,
1: that, did, that blew right over. Man, I almost missed how what goofy, super extra bullshit the war opening was. Almost, almost. Yeah. still really fucking stupid.
0: You come out first. Uh, is Vince McMahon with Gerald Briscoe and Commissioner Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah,
1: wait, Slaughter is part of the Vince crew? What? He
0: is still the kayfabe commissioner, even though Vince is on screen being an authority figure as
1: well. Wait, since when was he the kayfabe commissioner?
0: Since, like, 97. He's been for a while. Why? Just to have him on TV. You could, that's your re, okay. You need, someone needs to be a kayfabe authority figure.
1: Damn. Damn, maybe he should have, maybe he should have, uh, he should have brought uh, Saddam Hussein onto a leadership role. Oof.
0: Uh, Oof. <clears throat> inter- I think, I think something I've never really brought up before is how like Vince has no music. And in fact, he will not get the song that he's most famous for, No Chance in Hell, until Royal Rumble 99. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Until then, he will come out. He will just come out. No music, just booze.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, he doesn't need music. He's got a chorus of booze backing him up all the way to yeah. the ring. Yeah, also, first... holy shit. Holy fuck. There are so many signs, Austin. There, there are. so much. Uh, JR makes some, or no, I think it was Lawler made some comment about like 20,000 fans with an attitude. Yeah, an attitude for making fucking signs.
0: Yeah, I mean. Christ. Really, really cool television visual, but also as a lot li- from a live experience perspective, I would be so annoyed being at any of
1: these shows. <laughs> I just every single person has a sign, Austin. There's Everybody 20.
0: brought some fucking sign.
1: Every single person, and nobody can see a goddamn thing. no We're all just going to look at each other's fucking si- back. the
0: cardboard. Yeah.
1: So there's one that stuck out to me that said, "Hoy is gay." Who is who, Hoy? Uh,
0: that's probably some friend of theirs that is like, oh, okay. I'm, gonna sh- also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a sign about him on live TV.
1: I also like later in the show noticed a sign that says Pat is gay, which yeah, I did note. I that.
0: did catch that one.
1: That, that at least well. that one's accurate. Also, like shout out to all the kids in the audience with like the fucking foam wig heads. Holy fuck! Al Snow personally, single handedly made some like foam executives, a lot of money in the late nineties.
0: Well, we also had the, we also had the, the Steve Austin foam fingers that have the middle finger up. This is
1: true. This is true. But like, it's the heads in potato. That, that's, that's because of El snow, right? Like everybody's got yeah, heads. Head.
0: Because what does everybody want?
1: Yeah. Head. The WWF is coming to town and all of a sudden, like the local wig store has legions of wrestling fans descending upon it, and for one glorious night, they make thousands of dollars off just foam wig heads.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the sign I picked out of the crowd here was McMahon, Vince McMahon is a pimp.
1: I didn't even see that one. Oh, the one there's another one I saw. Some dude put his name and phone number on a sign, and he's like, I'm single i'm sure that worked yep. out real well for him a lot, yeah. of, a lot of eligible bachelorettes classic, move. classic
0: move like i'm gonna be on national <laughs> tv and i'm gonna put my my phone number on a sign
1: i hope i hope he at least got an awkward one night stand out of that all you know? the babe.
0: Yeah. all the babes that watch wwf <laughs> raw is war look in man in cleveland ohio all the babes in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh yeah, that watch RAW. Saw oh yeah, and made that call.
1: Look, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. All right, I respect it. Yeah.
0: So in the ring, they have a red carpet all over the all over the ring mat, and the WWF title belt is in a glass case because it is a presentation ceremony.
1: Yeah, I don't know why the fuck did did Kane just not pick up the title. no it's
0: because vince wants to jerk off Um, about how steve austin isn't champion so that's why we're making a whole big deal about this it's
1: it's a whole it's a whole thing Mm -hmm. um and then commentary keeps being like steve austin is in the building and he's hanging on every word which makes you wonder if vince has put any kind of uh uh precautions in place for what will uh, yeah well (laughs) The answer to that is
0: always no.
1: But it's so funny because, like, you could have the suspense of, like, whether or not Austin's going to show up. But literally the entire time commentary is like, Austin's here. Austin is, in fact, here. Steve Austin is in the building. And Steve Austin is very much available to listen to this entire promo. And he's very much paying attention to the entire thing.
0: Yeah, so Vince McMahon is all jovial tonight. He is proud to stand here. And what a happy day this is, is we have a new WWF champion. Today marks the dawning of a new era in the WWF. A new era of popularity, Mm. prosperity, a new era of civility, as if a a giant breath of fresh air has cleansed the WWF, cleansed the WWF of the foul mouth, cleansed the (laughs) WWF of the unseemly hand gestures and cleanse the world wrestling federation of the beer
1: swilling as as if as if he doesn't run a fight actual
0: attempted murderer kane is who we're talking (laughs) about here yeah
1: yes kane he goes on to extol the virtues of unproblematic straight edge oh i I
0: kept going but i decided to give you a moment but i have more so
1: so like uncivil as if he vince van doesn't run a writing company as it hand the end of unseemly hand gestures as if after tonight he's gonna stop selling the foam middle fingers that make him gazillion. also unseemly
0: hand gestures dx is also on this show
1: nah nah kane is gonna straighten them out all right between him and dustin rhodes (laughs) are bring, <laughs> I
0: cannot wait to talk about Dustin Rose. They're
1: going to bring some wholesome family values <laughs> right. back to the fed.
0: All right. So Vince, he's, he's this is our champion whose lips have never tasted an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> a champion who has never uttered an obscenity. And a champion whose only hand
1: gesture It's to salute the United States of America. Yeah, here's the thing. When he said that, I I did like a double take. I was like, wait, are we still talking about Kane? Since when has Kane ever been? Okay, well, obviously, libertarian extraordinaire Glenn Jacobs is America boy, but we don't know that in 98.
0: But yeah, we have a new role model, a champion (laughs) for the new millennium. I give you Kane!
1: oh say can you see
0: wholesome role model to the children kane Gl-
1: glenn Jacobs be like if you kneel during the national anthem i will set your fucking ass on fire
0: if you kneel during <laughs> oh, we'll get the national that. anthem oh. i will set you on fire
1: oh we'll, we'll get we'll get to that so Kane yeah. walks into the ring with Paul Bearer, and Paul honestly, Bearer it just Paul keeps Bearer-y. getting
0: better. Actually, when Paul Bearer starts talking, <laughs> oh yeah, so, so Kane. Sh-
1: shout out to before the before like they start talking, someone actually managed to land their fucking foam head in the ring, and Kane just like vaguely kicks it out of the way because it like r- lands right by yeah. his feet. Nice,
0: but, yeah. So Vince asks Paul Bearer to give his words about how this all feels for him tonight uh-huh. and he's the world wrestling federation indeed a place where dreams come true and pause, like words cannot express how much this means to me and my son and until you've walked a mile in my son's shoes you'll never know I was there, McMahon, Mr. McMahon. I was there for 20 long years. I watched my son. I watched him dream. I watched him sit in a room with pictures of his brother all around the room. I watched him on Saturday morning watch Saturday morning superstars.
1: Yeah, he fucking hits the brand synergy.
0: <laughs> and he said, Dad, I want to be like him. And I said, "Son, you can be better than him."
1: For yeah, years. Young Young Kane is apparently was apparently a giant mark and also syndrome from The Incredibles. This is hysterical. <laughs> this is so. This is so fucked. I still want to know how the fuck they like justify this timeline, where like you know, in those days, Paul Bearer was very much the valet <laughs> to. The t- to take her and also like also was Taker's caregiver and like spent so much waking time. When the fuck did he have time to raise a secret American Kane?
0: I want to also point out that Undertaker debuted in 1990. It is 1998. I don't know how or how young. Oh my I'm God. Supposed To think Kane is, but he would be at most a teenage at older at youngest a teenager. When he is idolizing, when he is this but small child idolizing his older brother.
1: <laughs> what yeah, well, okay, well, considering some of the like timeline fuckery from Katie Vick, I think Kane just might suffer from a time dilation field or something.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. I'll, let me let me finish off some more of of this insane Paul Bearer promo. Please. For years he was ridiculed, he was harassed. He was ridiculed. He was put down. But tonight, oh yes, tonight. Undertaker, for the first time, you are standing in the shadow of your little brother.
1: Yeah, he uh, he's he's very much here for the family vindictiveness and it's uh it's a time.
0: Yeah. Vince takes out the belt, takes the belt out of the case to present the belt to Kane, and is at this point I noticed somebody got the laser pointer out. Yeah, got Vince the laser in the face.
1: Except the like it must be some big ass laser pointer because it like it's not just a little dot; it's like a whole ass fucking circle on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh so, my god! Vince goes uh, to I lo-
2: put. The- I love
1: i love how constant it is how 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 certain you can always be that if vince mcmahon is in the ring in like the 90s or or like early 2000s there's gonna be a fucking laser pointer on his face mm-hmm.
0: uh vince goes to put the title around kane's waist and here comes stone cold
1: yeah He's and vince, huge
0: taped up his arm from the last no one last no night. one
1: saw this coming no one at all literally yeah. how
0: this whole promo is just voices that hurt my voice a little bit to try to do, but let's go. Austin you're,
1: you're
0: is like, Well, I don't have much to talk about. It's for short and sweet. It's the stipulations of the match. He's bust me open. And you know that big son of a bitch over there never busted me open. And he, Vince apparently goes to like interrupt Austin. He's like, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> You stay. You shut up, stand right there, and I'll knock your damn head off for wearing those stupid shoes.
1: God, how the mighty has fucking fallen. Because Vin, like, Vince just does nothing to stand up. Vince to, just tell, takes to, it
0: when, when Stone, Stone Cold, cold is here. like,
1: "Shut up." I know. I was like, I was like, all right. So Vince fires his ass. Nah, no, he fires his ass. Nah, no, he's just said. Why is Vince being such a bitch? Well,
0: he actually did a cover. This is his way is when he did the promo. I talked about in the front half when he fired Mick for being a loser. Uh, He brought this up and he's like, I can't fire Austin because Austin makes me a ton of money. You, on the other hand, are more expendable. So... (laughs) In all of context, the reason he never fires Stone Cold Steve Austin is because Stone Cold Steve Austin is a merch machine in a ratings grab. So he would ra- he wants to cow Stone Cold to his way of thinking. He doesn't want to get rid of Stone Cold. That would cost him money.
1: What? Oh my God! The Vince McMahon like Stone Cold dynamic is so bizarre because he just Stone Cold's just like. All right, Vince, now you're going to, like, bend over and let me peg you. And Vince is like, okie dokie, then.
0: I'll get you back. Although I later. hate you. I'll get you back for it later, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but Austin wants a rematch tonight because in his argument is Undertaker is the one who busts him open last night. So, really, Kane shouldn't be champion because Kane didn't do the job.
1: And... and- jerry lawler makes the unfortunately correct point that there's a very obvious solution here for vince to just say no um but vince doesn't say no vince looks around all nervous and he's like oh, <laughs> uh, i mean I, nobody I, wants I, to eat the stunner i guess i can allow it if is that what that is I mean, that's
0: what Paul, that's what Paul Bear is afraid of anyway. I can only assume that's why Vince, I assume Vince is trying to still pretend he's a respectable owner in this moment, in this moment, but Paul Bear I think is just like, is just afraid of getting his ass kicked if he's the one that says no.
1: Okay. Cause I was like, I was like, you, any of them could just say no to this. Instead, they're all acting like sniveling bureaucrats.
0: Briscoe and Slaughter are, are also probably cowards. Like their their characters are probably they're just cowardly little little fucks.
1: Well, yeah, they the the Vince Simps have no personality. Yeah, outside. but
0: so but Vince goes, well, everyone would love to see that match, and Stone Cold interjects, "Well, if everyone wants to see it, we'll make the rematch, jackass." Yeah, Take that stupid look off your face and be somebody. You're supposed to be the owner of WWE. Act like it for once. He's
1: going off. Holy and shit! Vince
0: Is like, well, I suggest that. Maybe you don't deserve a rematch tonight. Uh, then Austin just goes, "Yeah, that's the best shot." And it's like, "Well, if you want to, re- if everyone here wants Stone go to have a rematch, give me a hell yeah." And
1: Which I feel Vince, like is not the same as him deserving it, but you know, again, I guess it's a trump card to be like, "Hey, Vince, power, I'm really over. Fuck pe- you."
0: The pe- the power of the people.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, so Vince is like, "Well, all right." It's it's all right with me if it's all right with Paul Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer's like, oh, you gotten me into this, well, and and then and then uh, Stone Cold
1: by like, well,
0: what about it, fat ass? You take the damn mic and say I got the rematch.
1: And Paul Bearer takes a second. Have a the respect. cupcake
0: and start talking.
1: Yes, Paul Bearer is fat. Ha 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 ha. And
0: Paul Bearer starts. Like, literally hiding behind kane
1: <laughs> dude he's so he's i forgot like that i i i kind of forgot well i guess we didn't see much of him last time we were at tudera i i guess i just didn't fully conceptualize that like attitude era paul bearer could be even goofier than golden age paul he's just bearer
0: goofier in a different way
1: yeah and i'm kind of here for it honestly i'll talk about yeah. it at the end but i'm actually kind of yeah. here for it so Paul Bear's like,
0: well, it's all right with me if it's all right with Kane. And Stone Cold's losing his mind at this point. I dare somebody yeah. in the ring to have some guts.
1: <laughs> but, like, but I feel like with Kane wouldn't be afraid to. Oh, well, I guess then uh, Kane looks kind of ret- reticent at first, so then. Stone yeah, I think Cold, I like, think I, t- I
0: would read that as Kane is just like not an idiot, <laughs> and he's yeah. like I'm not just gonna give you this match the night after I won it. But then, yeah, he looked
1: reticent, but then Stone Cold like goads him into it by being like, "Hey, you suck!" And, and yeah, he
0: he does he turns back around the 20 year story thing he mentioned that Paul mentioned earlier, and he's like, "That last night, Undertaker won this belt and handed it to your sorry ass," and that. Pissed. Kane's like, What the fuck now, did you just say? Second, you got to ask yourself could yes. I have beaten Stone Cold Steve Austin fair and square? If you don't give me that rematch, you'll never know. And as at this point, Kane is a, he nods his head and he yes. agrees to the rematch. Vince is pissed and Paul is terrified as to what has just yeah. happened.
1: Paul's like, there
0: was a very scary, tall, bald man. Yeah. in his room with me. Yeah, so absolutely insane promos from Vince and Paul Bearer. And then Austin comes out and reverse psychologically gets his what he wants.
1: This is so this is so bizarre. Vince being like the, Kane is the epitome of wholesomeness. Paul Bearer being like my my son who is who somehow exists outside of time and stone cold like well i guess has bullied vince mcmahon and paul bearer enough that like they're both petrified to say no to him which is mm-hmm. very funny as a dynamic
0: yeah it's it, um, it was wild hilarious honestly hilarious promo
1: <laughs> not bad not bad
0: uh and then i wrote the prophecy oh this is a king of the <clears> ring <throat> advert
1: yeah, now we're showing the video clips so we can sell the encore, baby. Yeah,
0: and I and then I said wrote thanks Freddie Blassie at the end because he did the voiceover for the ah, track. Oh yeah. All right. That. Uh before the next match uh starts, the first match excuse me, starts. I noted the sign Rock. Quit cooking that rock sign. If you oh rock is a euphemism for cocaine.
1: Oh, Rock cooking
0: that rock.
1: Well, that would explain why he's asking if you smell what the rock is cooking. He's like, yeah, he's he's got some,
0: he's got some coke.
1: He's like, send that,
0: send that coke straight up your nose. Well, he did go to the University of Miami, so you know.
1: Oh, Oh. there's
0: plenty, there's plenty of coke, there's plenty of the white stuff going around (laughs) in in Miami, Florida. I'll tell you that. Uh, doof. Uh, the, uh and then yes. the first wrestler comes out and I immediately groaned it is puke? Darren Drozdoff. So okay, nickname Puke. I'll tell you why that is is because he allegedly can puke on command. And by that, I mean he can kind of like get a little a little spittle going. And Uh, then they just all kind of pretend like he just projectile vomited. What? Like, like like the commentary and like the backstage interviewers when this shit happens, they all like, oh my God, that's disgusting. It's all over him. And it's like, it's more like, like he basically like essentially hocked a couple loogies or something.
1: Wait, okay, hold up. So is the puking on command out of kayfabe or in kayfabe
0: it is the kayfabe gimmick because he pitched that he pitched events that he could puke on command and we, so there's, a just... back state, there's a backstage, there's a backstage, there's like a uh if we uh, uh, wrestling with shadows a very famous rest documentary that uh came out in 97 kind of most famous because um it detail it was it was a it was a documentary about bret hart's last days in the wwf so there is a ton of backstage footage related to the montreal screw (laughs) job in the in wrestling with shadows but also in that documentary was this shit about draws where he is like he is in vince's office showing him this like puke on command gimmick And we got Vince, and you got Vince yelling on, doing his like fictionalized commentary to get into his head, like how this would work look on screen. And that's where, if you've ever seen the clip of him going, of Vince going, he's got to puke. He's got to puke. He's got to puke. That's where that's from
1: jesus that sounds like it could be a tiktok sound what okay so is what was it supposed to be a special power for yes Puker?
0: as if this is some weird fucking thing he can just do like his weird party trick is vomit on command except he definitely can't
1: so but but hold up but like so was it then like a gross app tool for him like what would he use it for he doesn't use it in matches or anything, he just does it. <laughs> so the character just throws up a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's not even so it's not even meant to be like a superpower puke. It's just that he has a very weak stomach. <laughs> <armor>, <very laughs> but weak he can armor.
0: allegedly do it on command. That's that's the thing.
1: <laughs> in even in kayfabe, he, he it, yes, they said. That is the story.
0: It. That is the story okay. that he is puking okay. on camera. He can just puke whenever he wants, and it's like, no, you can't. You've never puked on. You never properly vomited you, on camera. Is
1: it <laughs> use for anything aside from just comedy? just to be is a just character?
0: Just to be a character.
1: Okay, yeah. So I saw that and I was like, oh no, this is gonna. I be was like, comedic.
0: this. Uh, yeah, he also just not great. But then out comes Sable. And out comes
1: Sable, and like i i will admit i kind of might be confused because so Sable starts to come out and jr and lawler mention like the brawl for all um and i'm like wait is this like is this gonna be a brawl for all segment is sable brawl for Alling this dude what the fuck no no she's just sable, make- can,
0: jerry the law jerry lawler asked the exact same question when he came out he's like is sable gonna wrestle draws I'm like no, yes
1: can, you idiot Um,
0: Lawler Lawler
1: tries to get Jr. to perv on Sable as she makes her entrance, and Jr. and base Jr. over here is like, my mom is watching.
0: Yeah. uh, Also, this is when I noticed the sign, Sable, you left your toothbrush in my house.
1: I saw that one too, and it was extremely lame.
0: So Sable gets in the ring and she's got a piece of paper with her. She's got yes. a statement to read off because now she is reading Vince McMahon's personal announcements at random inter- random parts of the show. Oh, but yes. Vince has hired the hot new free agent who has had all success around the world. Definitely not in WCW specifically. Fuck you. What
1: the, fu- what the fuck is WCW? I've never heard of that.
0: But it is Stephen Regal. Daddy's
1: here, Daddy Reg. It is the Regs, and he's got his big fucking coat. <laughs> but also, like, this is such a low key announcement. Wh- what? He just he just debuts. It's debuts. Whatever. Yeah, you'd think he'd get some fanfare for like being this gigantic hot free agent. Not. Nah, well, he just kind of
0: here's here's the thing. He is a he is a WCW mid Carter who. Is more a wrestler than like a stupid gimmick. So like I want to go. You can just go ahead and guess how much the audience
1: cares. Oh, he's oh he's actually legit. So the audience doesn't give a shit.
0: No, he the audience. The the audience. I was going to say in the mass, the audience does not care. They don't care about it. William Regal got getting his technical wrestling on, and do you think anyone in that audience gave a shit?
1: They're like they're like what. Why is he not, like, spraying beer all over the arena?
0: Yeah. Okay, so after Sable makes her announcement, she is working her way to the commentary table, to which I noted this exchange. Uh, well, you haven't taken any Viagra lately, have you? To which Jerry Lawler's response is, quick, give me one of yours. And then <laughs> S- Sable it gets goes down to the commentary table. Jerry Jim Ross stands up to <laughs> greet her. And Jim Ross goes, stand up and be a gentleman. And Jerry Lillard goes, nah, I can't stand up right now.
1: Oh, my God. Shut up. He has an erection.
0: That is why uh, you yes, cannot stand yes, up. I did
1: gather that. Shut,
0: so Sable is doing commentary, lower. and she is the focus of this match because half the uh. match is, is picture in picture of just her on camera. But,
1: but it's so good because, like, the the match is the the match is sick reiggs is working his ass off here and it's great it's a great little it's a great little bout but no we who, don't give a shit who cares who about cares? darren drod versus
0: steven regal sable care. is here
1: i oh, yeah so lawler spends the entire match just purving on sable and sable <laughs> spends I, I the entire match sounding.
0: i should have took more lines from him but i did write down two If Sable was a new burger at McDonald's, she'd be
1: McGorgeous. (laughs) I heard that one, and I thought, well, that's stupid.
0: And then Jerry Lawler is, like, mad that she's not sitting next to him because she is sitting on the other side of Jim Ross. You sit next to me. I'm, I'm like milk. I do a body good.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. And then
0: and then because jerry law jim ross is not perving on so he is trying to be a fucking professional and ask yeah. sable what is the nature of your relationship to vince mcmahon and what it means for that he brought you back to the company and she's like mm, can't i am not i am not uh, able to speak of that yes. at this current time
1: yes <laughs> so sable is here for some reason and she spends the entire time sounding extremely uncomfy well,
0: she's she's which could be her playing the character, or it could just or, be that she's not a good promo. So, you know, it could be both could be both, it, really. It could
1: be both. And it could be that she is legitimately like uncomfy to be perved on by Jerry Lawler. That, yeah,
0: Jer- I, Jerry Lawler had a also had a really flat line that landed really flat where he's like, I, he's like, you know who would you know who would want to be in your seat right yeah. now, Jr. Men.
1: Yeah, okay, but you need to emphasize. He's he asks you know you know who'd like to be sitting where you are Jr. and then he has like a really long pause. Men. 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 <laughs> uh, Thank you. Absolutely um, flopped that line. Yeah, and and, and and yeah, and and Sable like also like Jr. keeps trying to pry into like what Sable's got going on with McMahon, and Sable just sounds like she's desperately trying to exercise her Fifth Amendment rights to like a gun <laughs> to her <laughs> with like a with like a gun to her head she's like she's like i cannot i i'm choosing not to incriminate myself in the court of law that is the that is w is monday night raw monday night raw People doesn't
0: want to go to wrestlers court
1: <laughs> true oh man they 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 do awful things to that woman in wrestler court um yeah. uh so the yeah. match
0: i guess i'll just go ahead and say how it ends it's not like anything else happened here uh is draws goes to the top rope for reasons uh steven regal follows him up hits a top rope butterfly suplex which is where you kind of it's where you hook the arms as if like a butterfly here it's like yeah. it's very cute anyway suplex off the top and then he gets him in like a guillotine choke for the win woohoo he refuses to let go of the hold mwah, mwah, mwah. he's a bastard uh,
1: man uh, Damn. after oh. that all of you will see the light eventually. All, all you fucking idiots will will someday understand what an asset Lord Stephen William. There is, there Regal. is.
0: I don't know the timeline on this, but there is one thing with Regal now that he is in the WWF that I desperately
1: hope we get we touch on in this arc. Ooh, I am excited. But I don't,
0: I don't know the timeline of when that character beat started, <laughs> so and, I can't promise anything.
1: Okay, fair. Uh, but, yeah, so the match ends. It was a good match. Regal's, Regals working. Even Puke seems to be it keeping was, up it was, with him. It
0: was good for what it was, which was a two-minute attitude era. Yeah. match.
1: Um, but JR goes, uh, Sable, you're welcome here anytime. And uh, Sable just goes, thank you very much. I yeah, I'm leaving.
0: You. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> she seems very She's uncomfortable so with
1: Jerry Lawler so... trying to,
0: to get her to stay for the rest of the show.
1: Uh, Yes. Um. Uh, of course we gotta do our wWE raw is brought to you by yeah which uh, is where I joke
0: that wwf so hard up for ads they have to be sponsored by their own music album
1: I know <laughs> they <laughs> I also mean, were
0: sponsored by two different call collect services
1: hey they were they they were also they 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 had a bit of like horizontal in, in, uh, integration going they fucking uh they were selling their their cd and a fucking boom box yes
0: though no, the jvc kaboom box
1: the jvc kaboom box which according to which jr is like, what
0: if a boom box looked like a tube that's a kaboom, yeah. that's a jvc kaboom box
1: jr jr extols its virtues for having i think like double sub, subwoofers or something like that uh as if jr knows what the fuck a subwoofer even is
0: I love I love commentary ad reads when I feel like the commentators don't actually know what they're talking about. I my, know my the probably my favorite example of this is when um is on the SmackDown era when it was like Cole and Taz on commentary. Mm. Um, they were hyping a Final Fantasy game, and Taz is like, "Oh yeah, I love you. I love Yuna, brother. I love Yuna, brother. She's my favorite character." <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you know who that is.
1: I. I, uh, yeah, I think he was given a line that said, that said, though, it, it wrote, it wrote that out word for word, including the brothers.
0: Yep. Uh, so we cut to Ken Shamrock is here for an entering interview. And I immediately wanted with, to die
1: with baby Michael Cole. No yeah. Less.
0: So up to this point, it is what they've done is they've did cole and jr on commentary in the hour 1 and lawler and, and ross on commentary in hour 2 uh but apparently they have moved back to jerry lawler and jim ross calling the whole show now
1: yeah they they, they make some joke about like lawler needing to be paid like extra to, to come back to, to raw full time and i have no idea what the fuck was going on there but okay yeah um yeah ken shamrock gives like this extremely boilerplate promo
0: yeah if you want a good if you want like a good idea of like what the vibe on this promo is michael cole asks him how how does it feel to be the new king of the ring my uh ken shamrock's response is well there's an old cliche it feels good to
1: be king yes i was like wow so insightful listen like (laughs)
0: It's sad. Ken Shamrock, as like a wrestler and like a raw, raw, angry MMA guy, is actually really good in that character, and he's a good wrestler.
1: Yeah, but I noticed that later. He, he is legitimately he is, talented,
0: but he can't cut promos to save his life. He yeah. when he is asked to emote with words, he is so boring, <laughs> and that is why he never became a top guy in the WWF. Is because he could not do it.
1: Dude, it almost reads like Protocena to me, like, like it it had this very like, uh, well I, I I like uh I like being champion uh and I got some enemies and um th- I mean that's I'll, a just
0: boilerplate babyface promos yeah baby but order. like all yeah. you are
1: allowed to step up to the all you allowed to step up to the plate and even if I don't like he calls out Rock I think right he calls yes. out Rock Yeah cuz he's, he's like, like Rocky rock, Maya he's like, via. he calls yeah.
0: him Rocky via, and out Jerry Rocky waller's Maivia. like it's the Rock idiot
1: Um yeah he he calls out Rocky Maivia and he's like I may not you know like you but I will give you a shot at that da, 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 da. okay I giving yeah. you
0: credit for facing me one on one straight up and then yeah, that, that's Hart, what it was. It's
1: like it's like I will give you, I will give you credit for being a man. Okay. And then Owen Hart is like,
0: "You stop this suck up crap right now. Enough is enough. It's time for a change." Um, and Owen reminds everybody that he won the King of the Ring, and he is a way better king than Ken Shamrock.
1: True. True. And so
0: Owen is like, "If you want to step into my court tonight, we'll see who the best king is." And it will be me, the Black Heart.
1: Based. Absolutely based.
0: And then Shamrock is like, I remember that you broke my ankle, but I accept the challenge. And you only got one thing to look forward to tonight, and that's pain. And then break it down. It's and... China and Triple H. And Triple H's like, before you girls go get your panties in a bunch.
1: <laughs> Dude, fucking... Um... Triple H keeps calling Shamrock and um, and Owen girls well, duh, as, as, how you as, an, as an insult while he is standing next to men's belt holder China.
0: Mm-hmm. He is standing next to like chi- actual woman China. Is actual standing woman next China, to him
1: who, who is who is holding a who is holding uh, the the IC title.
0: Now she doesn't have a title right now. She oh, was no, holding out. Oh, she was. I think she was just carry. Oh, she was carrying the European title. I think who has that right now? Probably Triple H. She's just
1: carrying his. Oh, name. I assumed. Wait, hold up. She does uh, win
0: the IC title, but that is not now.
1: Okay, yeah, because I knew. Yeah, I knew she had won the IC title, so I assumed, and and I, I looked it up. The women's title was currently like vacant and not no yes at
0: this point in time there was not a women's
1: championship apparently it comes back in the fall and china wins it walkity walkity walk
0: anyway so triple h is like so you're out here to determine who is the king of kings and i was like oh fuck is is this where that nickname comes from and i was about to have a i was about to like it was blowing my mind a little Ken bit amrock
1: is called the king of kings
0: no it's what triple h is called the King oh. of Kings is one of Triple H's many many nicknames.
1: Why is he the King of Kings?
0: Because he is the bestest. So he is the King of Kings. All hail, bow down to the bow down to the king. It's a whole Motorhead oh. song he gets. Um oh. but he is like I want in on a three-way dance triple threat match tonight and then Ken Shamrock comes across like a dumbass. And he's like, so you're saying that you want to have a match, you, me and you and Owen Hart tonight? And Triple H's like, yeah, good job, Shamrock. I see you're quick on the uptake. <sighs> that is what I said, yes.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, and, my God. But, and it's can so Shamrock's dumb.
0: response, Ken Shamrock accepts the challenge, and here's how he says it. If you got the time, this is the place, and you, both of you, enter into my zone let's get it on
1: (laughs) like i said it's extremely proto cena like like i am i am here to fight and i respect the fact that you'll step up to me like a man and fight me
0: (laughs) but finally it's time but what we've all been coming here for
1: oh we get the brawl for
0: all rules so let's let's go ahead and throw that out there for you
1: oh it is
0: three one minute rounds the point system is that it is five points for the most punches per round, five points for each individual takedown, and ten points for each individual knockdown. And a knockout ends the brawl immediately. If you can't tell quickly what the exploit might be for this kind of uh, point system, Steve Blackman will happily tell, <laughs> to show it off to you in a second. <laughs>
1: oh we'll get to it oh the first
0: match of the brawl for all mark marrow versus steve blackman
1: yeah okay and i feel like it's worth noting that 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 they keep like uh, up till this point they kept showing clips of mark marrow like backstage training up so you're like oh man oh man he's gonna he's gonna put up a fucking fight and okay so i've been wondering this whole time what was the kayfabe explanation for this like how did they just extremely meta bullshit as like
0: for the tournament how do they explain it
1: yeah well like because the conceit on a meta level is we're doing real fights in the ww the wwf and i wasn't sure what the fuck that would look like because it's because like if you're just doing like wrestling it's it just looks like a like a flashier version of a flashier grappler version of mma so like what the fuck is that it's just boxing it's just wwf it's boxing
0: where you can it's boxing where you can do wrestling takedowns
1: yeah yeah and like so i guess there's a precedent for boxing in the in wwf but like still oh god also 360 second rounds bruh they know this shit can't hold an audience's attention. They so gotta like, get out of here. We're doing the first. It's so insane. All uh, right. I'll so, about, oh god, Steve I. Steve Blackman I save it.
0: So Steve Blackman gets a takedown in the first five seconds. <laughs> okay, I want to let's let's break down some some <laughs> IRL credentials. mark marrow is a kickboxer has a kickboxing background it's part Mm -hmm. of his whole character is that he is a kickboxer in a wrestling ring who also never wins wrestling matches um he loses a lot and steve blackman the living weapon he like irl knows karate and shit Uh. okay so steve blackman just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nothing but takedowns mark marrow has no yeah. ability to defend against a wrestling unless shoot wrestling takedown and so this entire three minute affair is steve blackman doing takedowns grappling in the middle takedown five points they yeah stop. it's i almost wanted to try to count points but it's absurd <laughs>
1: I think after like round one, he had 20 points or something because he did like no, four takedowns.
0: Yeah, okay. So Marrow does try to box. He plays it the way he, yeah, like, someone who only does try to box. But, but he, like, he it he, doesn't fucking matter because <laughs> he Blackman's just like tackle, tackle, tackle. <laughs> yeah,
1: Blackman fucking breaks the meta on his first time out here. The
0: first match of the Brawl for All, and the
1: meta is broken. To op please, nerf. Yeah, yeah, and Mero just refuses to adapt. Mero just,
0: he's like... I don't think he has a solution because... I don't think Mero has enough legitimate wrestling background to actually stop Blackman.
1: Just stay low or try to try to take down Blackman yourself in the same <laughs> way. It's not like Blackman's doing anything particularly hard to do. He's just going low and sweeping the leg a bunch. You could do that yourself, Mero. Try it. He just keeps he keeps trying to treat this like it's anything more than just some dumb, thoughtless bullshit yeah, boring Steve, whole cloth out Steve, of Vince's. I wrote,
0: I wrote Steve Blackman racking up like a cheeser online. Steve- <laughs> like just just spamming moves on, in spamming. one move. He's moving, yeah, spamming it, right it's now,
1: fucking, it's fucking like uh, it's like if you're playing Smash and you start spamming like um, Ike's the Ike's scythe yeah. whip move or whatever the the, the turn. Yeah. So, and
0: at the end of the first round, they Steve Blackman is up twenty five to nothing.
1: Because oh my got god! Four. Yeah, because he also he got, got like the most
0: punches punch. and four takedowns oh and my God. okay holy fucking shit this was uh this was hilarious to me this this whole yes. this match was awful but yes. hilarious
1: it's so dumb um so dumb. i know that
0: they got like actual like trainers and shit trying to make this seem legit um then yeah, see, so I,
1: I, I feel like i feel like vince just like what vince russo watched rocky and he's like we could do that we can do that um yeah
0: Mark starts trying actually starts landing a couple punches, but it doesn't matter because take <laughs> down city bitch um because blackman just Jesus the entire time. Uh I noted somewhere at the end of the second round while they're where they're resting up, we want wrestling chance.
1: I missed that.
0: Yeah. Oh no, it's so dumb. The crowd has nothing for this. Unfortunately, they stopped showing the unofficial scorecards after the second after the first round for both matches tonight. They also so, forgot
1: to put up the like they timer. didn't put
0: up the timer in the second round, I but I think know. that was an accident. Um, I think it was too. Mark, Mer- the, Mark Marrow's only desperate chance is within the last, like, 10 seconds, he backs Steve Blackman into a corner. And I was like, okay, time to try to knock out Punch Blackman right now. But nothing <laughs> happens. And then Blackman wins in what was probably a shutout. They don't, Dude, they don't show the official scores or nothing, but probably a shutout.
1: I think, no, Marrow must have gotten, like, a point for getting a punch in on on Blackman, but that was about it. Yeah, utter, utter fucking k-on Mark Marrow over here. Holy yeah, I, I made a shit. note.
0: If Mark Marrow had any mystique, it'd be pretty dead after this.
1: Yeah, this is just a way to bury yourself if you look fucking incompetent. Like in- your
0: whole gimmick is how. You are a kickboxer. You're a boxing star and you oh can beat God. any of these people's asses because you're a boxer and you got fucking annihilated in a <laughs> shoot fight tournament.
1: Yeah, I know he shot too close to the sun, Austin. <laughs> Holy Mark Merrill's girl boss too close to the sun.
0: Frankly, again, this would be more of a problem if he hadn't already lost to Sable in a one-on-one match. Yeah. So I... quite frankly, he is already dead in the water.
1: Yeah, he's just he's just he's just burying his, his grave deeper at this point. He's he's just keeps going lower. But
0: yeah, Steve Blackman advances to the second round of the brawl for all tournament.
1: <laughs> Hurrah! Steve, Steve Blackman his unbeatable takedown.
0: All right, then we get the Skittle Slam of the Week. And it yes. is from King of the Ring when China DDT'd Owen Hart and cost him the except, King of the Ring match.
1: Except the cameras never none of the cameras got like a clear shot of it the best full shot we got was was her doing that in the ring but the ring was in the background While like mark henry was like punching someone in the foreground he was fighting vader Vader. yeah vader yeah it's like mark henry and vader in the foreground but then the background we see china just like vaguely ddting owen Hart, and it's like Okay. yeah this is the slam of the week and we have to fucking darken out the foreground and put a little lit up circle so around. so you can China make sure you show. see
0: what we're trying to focus on here
1: yes the slam of the week ladies and gentlemen it was so important that no cameras got a good fucking skittles, angle on it. S-
0: skittles did not skittles did not have high expectations for this <laughs> and they had low standards
1: for this they're like the uh slam of the the week. just pick whatever surprises we don't all care. Right.
0: so kevin kelly is in the locker room where uh paul bearer mankind oh and kane are and he's like how do you f- uh why did you grant a rematch to stone cold steve austin oh vo- voice box kane is here yeah because kane like i know i can beat stone cold again
1: because i I, am a
0: greater champion than my brother ever was
1: i'm fully convinced that that in order to like figure out how to do this glenn jacobs just watched south park and did an impression of ned (laughs) i am convinced because literally it just sounds like that's what he's trying to do like it doesn't sound like anyone with an actual like voice box it sounds like fucking ned from well, South you
0: know, Park. I mean, he's his voice is obviously not actually burnt, so he's getting—he's well, yeah. literally just taking a voice box and putting it up to his throat, and then doing a shitty robot. Do they, voice do they, they ever? Me. Do they
1: ever give a kayfabe like explanation for how he starts talking without the voice box?
0: Yeah, it ties into the oh. fact that it ties into the fact that like it, the kayfabe is that all of his burn injuries are completely psychosomatic. Like they are all in his head. He is actually has no burn injuries at all. What the fuck? Like when they like when they like when they unmask him, they're like, "What the fuck? I thought your your burns were so bad you had to wear a full face mask." And Kane's response is, "Yeah, the doctors all said that too. That I have no burn mat, no burns.
1: You sound just like the doctors."
0: what the fuck me i have no birds don't have to wear a mask
1: so kane went to a bunch of like a bunch of fucking medical experts and get and what they what he got out of is like oh yeah no you're like completely fine he's like no no i'm a horribly scarred monster yeah it's almost
0: it's almost like how in the dark knight returns they do the whole thing with two-face where like he thinks two-face has come back but actually his face is perfectly fine he's just so he's just so deep in the sauce of that that like he thinks he's got the oh half face God. again except way shittier.
1: oh oh yeah that's uh, it still sounds kind of weird coming out of two face but but okay mm-hmm. um yeah sure so so yeah so kane's like i he he grabs the interviewer in the middle of the thing to like be like my brother is no, i will be a better champion than my brother ever was and then he like throws down the interviewer back to his feet and like storms off and paul bearer turns to the interviewer and goes why did you have to do that D- interview him
0: i didn't get why, that
1: either why, also why also have-
0: also also glad that like mankind literally killed himself last night and yet we are not using him at all on this show great no fuck that um, guy. good job immediately recognizing like how fucking insane that was and capitalizing yeah, no. on it
1: yeah i know f- who who the fuck who the fuck needs an indie darling like that fucking ugh why why <laughs> vince all right the only reason vince brings these guys on so they can be fodder for the real stars the re- the true sports entertainers
0: yeah so undertaker <clears throat> is walking to the building in the parking lot very late for work um
1: yeah he's any he, and like he's in his full biker regalia too so he much well, he changes into his stupid golf gear for later yeah i know i don't think commentary fully recognizes him
0: no, they and don't. They're, they're like it's pretty dark in there. I can't see who that is. And I was like, that's the Undertaker.
1: That's that's Undertaker, which I thought it was gonna be a bit of like, oh shit, is Biker Taker about to like happen? No, he just no, changes.
0: That's just his casual wear.
1: That's so funny. And yeah, then, um, yeah, hello, ladies. Ah, uh, it is hello, time, Val.
0: for the next match of the show, Val Venus versus dick togo of yes. tie and tie which i noted that none of them said dick the ring announcer doesn't say it jim ross on commentary doesn't say it they mm, say togo none of them wonder say Dick, but the but the like the on-screen um um uh nameplate says dick togo so huh okay so this is a weird so Val Venus doing his Val Venus bullshit. Weirdly, he grabs a chair and threatens Yamaguchi-san, who is the little little Asian man who is the, the manager of who Kai like
1: manages, Kai. yeah, who manages them.
0: Yeah, and so then while as as he is walking over, he is to threaten Yamaguchi-san, he notices in the corner. A a woman sitting in a chair at ringside. This is Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. Yamaguchi-san's wife. And this is where I was like, oh, no. Oh, It's time for this storyline.
1: Oh, this wait. They do this as a whole (laughs) storyline? This is a
0: a long-term storyline that we'll be following. Honestly, the rest of this arc, we'll be following the exploits of this. Don't Uh, like,
1: don't want... Yeah, all right. Okay. So, oh, boy. Oh, I, uh, dude, I got
0: the quote. I got the quote all down. I had to no, get this down.
1: No. Could not
0: possibly uh, not do this line for line. So he goes, so this is Cleveland, Ohio. Home of the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Oh, I've lost my place. Excuse me. Got to get this right here. Awesome. Uh, no. Well, my- ladies, if you want to get to first base with the big Val just choke up on that bat and swing for the long balls.
1: Yeah, he makes a whole fucking. Um, analogy out of baseball that's all that's essentially just touch my penis please
0: suck my dick
1: suck my cock and but as the a match is starting
0: up you see a blonde figure coming to the foreground and it is dustin rhodes
1: yeah you told me about this in the front half and i was still oh. fucking taken aback by it yeah uh, okay So also while also real quick they also announced something called the wwf foot brawl
0: i didn't hear that i have no idea what you're talking oh
1: yeah they ran like this little ad it's like that's like coming up in a few weeks oh i think i saw the ad
0: but i didn't really pay attention to what they were hot they were high okay i was whatever i
1: was wondering if you knew what the fuck that was and also i found the the name Footbrawl exceedingly stupid gross um Um,
0: So, Dick Togo is honestly dot doing some really sick moves in this match. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Togo's cares. over here like,
1: like, like, uh, <clears throat> hey, Val, sit back. Let me do my match now.
0: Yeah. He does like this cool move where he like runs up. He like jumps up the, the uh, ropes and then backflips onto Val. Yeah. Oh my right. God, it was that Really was cool. So clutch. But yeah, again, who crazy. cares? Who because Dustin Rhodes is here. And yeah. Dustin Rhodes is like, I don't think you guys I came out here because I just don't think you guys realize the opportunity you have. I mean, you there's an audience of millions of people who listen to you every week. And this is just a really great opportunity for you guys to spread the word of God.
1: Oh my God, he's I'll here be honest, to be a Jesus freak.
0: When he said that, I had to pause because I was laughing too hard <laughs> for a couple of minutes. And him just like, you need to spread the word of God.
1: I feel like Dustin Rhodes in this era should have been doing matches where the stipulation was like if he if you lost him you had to like go to church or read the bible or something I feel like that that would have been that would have been
0: phenomenal that would have been Uh, so good
1: for the heat. Jerry
0: Lawler is honestly kind of too stunned stupid to respond to any of this but okay so Dustin asks him if he is a born again, he has Jerry and he's a born again, Christian and Jerry completely like deflects from answering this question at all. He's yeah. Like, ah, I mean, I'm there, this isn't the right time and place for this Uh, to which Dustin Rhodes popped up. He's like, Oh, this is definitely the time. The time is near. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Dustin <laughs> Rhodes, apocalypse. Yeah, he's not—he's not not
0: just a a, a Christian uh, Jesus freak. Now he is one of uh, the—he is one of the uh, what is the end times?
1: He's he's an end times guy.
0: He's an end timeser. Uh, So, Dustin, I didn't write down the Bible quote. But he does quote start listing off Bible quotes. I know on commentary. Which, honestly,
1: I believe is something that Dustin Rhodes, like IRL, is able to just pull out of his ass. He does sure. seem he is he does seem like legitimately religious IRL. But he's like, yeah, he's going full like Jesus freak here. Have you heard about our our salvation, Lord and Savior? Yeah, I. And- I can prevent you from going. He out.
0: looks at Val Venus and he's like, you know, I, you know, I think Val Venus needs to ask the Lord Jesus to come into his heart and say, "Oh, i will um, like, be, be praying for him."
1: I'm sure, I'm sure someone's gonna be coming when it comes to Val Venus. Oh boy. Oh, oh man. Oh Oh, you God. want? Oh, yeah, Dustin, no, oh,
0: I, oh, Dustin,
1: you oh, think no. the
0: Lord Jesus needs to come into my heart? Well, mm. the big valbowski is the one mm. that comes into people's hearts
1: oh i don't like it i don't like it also uh for as much as i fucking hate val venus i don't think we've ever like really seen him in ring before if we no, have uh, this, this is, is our first into, match like...
0: with val venus
1: okay because we've seen the promos but I hate to admit it. He actually seems like he's pretty talented in ring too. He's all right. Really, I don't want to admit that, but he seems to be keeping pace with Togo at least all right. Um, <clears throat> he fucking like, he, he fucking flies off the top rope. Um, yeah. To win the match. To, it's, to it's win a, the match. It to, and it is called, Togo's of course, like in the, the center maneuver. of the ring.
0: Yeah. And it's he, also, and of course, fly. called the money shot.
1: Of, of a, course. Signature maneuver. <gasps> yes. Yes but he fly but he yeah but he like flies from from ring post to center of the ring which is actually like an impressive thing to do so like mm-hmm. fuck he's actually yeah. kind of talented fuck. so
0: he wins the match and yamaguchi-san gets in the ring to um check on dick Togo. also we're kind of weird that like they only are they, they always call him yamaguchi-san like they do they never yeah. use any other name
1: for this guy it's not his name
0: yeah, that's like, I don't know why you need the Japanese-specific honorific except to just be like, guys, do you be get like, it? He's, he's Japanese. Japan.
1: That's it. That's literally that is that's it. why they're yeah. doing it. And you it know is. that's why they're doing it. It
0: is, it is, it is. So Val, they also don't give a name to his wife. It is, uh, her name is only ever Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. Uh, yes. But, so Yamaguchi-san is in the ring. Check on Dick Togo. Val goes out of the ring and he starts checking out Mrs. Yamaguchi-san, and he's like, yes. doing his like cock swiveling in her face, and she looks absolutely disgusted.
1: Yes, this entire the, way, the time. way I the way I wrote this was was Val does sexual harassment. Lawler is supportive of this because Lawler on commentary, of course, is like, "Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure she loves it. She'll leave that loser tamaguchi san in no time." Uh, yeah,
0: so Yamaguchi-san comes over. He slaps Val in the face for you know hitting on his wife, and yes. yeah, and then this causes Val to deck Yamaguchi-san in the face. Then yes. he grabs a steel chair and he hits all three members of Kai and Tai.
1: Yeah, he's yeah he he is he's wilding out here. And then and I'm, he goes. He starts to go back up the ramp to leave. And then he
0: comes back and hits on Yamagu Mrs. Yamaguchi-san some more.
1: Of course. Also, like, maybe this is just me, like, there there was a younger looking like Asian girl sitting next to, to Mrs. Yamaguchi san. I didn't notice, did notice. And that. I, I I have to wonder if that's like their daughter. And if well, I wonder, I wonder who that might be. I, I I mean, she could be completely unrelated, but I was like, I was like, huh, just with the placement. Uh, and there was a moment where I thought she was actually the one Val was going to be hitting on. I was like, no, she looks underage. Don't do it, Val. Don't do it. So at least he didn't hit on her. Um,
0: okay. uh, this this might be my grossest noted baby face is, of, the, of the, you know. Oh, ever. my God.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a baby face and he's over here sexually harassing a married woman. Okay, dude.
0: Yep, and the, the evil foreigners of Kai and Tai. The
1: evil, the evil foreigners, which I see nothing wrong. They fight matches fair and square, and they're talented in rank. Re- like, why are they heels? What's the matter with them?
0: That's an interesting question that I don't have an ah! answer to. <laughs> uh, one. But after all but. that's done we cut deep into the crowd up in the rafters it's edge
1: edge and he's being emo he's an emo
0: weirdo loner isn't he yeah. such a strange young man
1: can somebody tell him that like sting's already been doing this bit for a hot second now maybe do you, maybe do fine. you
0: think they kind of probably weren't stealing the sting bit
1: oh they were definitely stealing the sting bit they were 100% stealing the Sting but they're like they looked at sting's the, they popular look at- I wonder what about Sting makes him popular. It's definitely the fact that he hangs out up in the rafters. Let's do this, that. They, they,
0: they, they looked at that and they said that is is what broody edge lord characters do, is is they hang out in the rafters.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes
0: um so we cut to the locker room minutes. michael cole has gone in here to talk to stone cold steve austin he's like how do you feel about tonight and stone is like i didn't really lose my title because the undertaker beat me last night right, right, right and you're pissing me off get out of here and he like throws michael cole out of the locker room in like no to baby
1: face no baby face
0: then the fourth match of the show is our triple threat match triple h versus owen hart uh versus ken shamrock and i noted while owen is coming out ken shamrock does a wwe 2k22 entrance run-in and attacks owen around the ring
1: wait is that a thing is that a thing in 2k in,
0: game, in 2k games you can like do a run-in mid entrance and just oh my god ass.
1: except he like he does the most power walkie looking like run-in i've ever seen like he's moving at like a weirdly slow pace and his, his arms are coming up
0: yeah So I, this match was interesting to me because it's like, you can tell this is very early in the concept of a triple threat match in this company, because it's like a lot of the kind, like if you watch a triple threat match now, there's a lot of like established tropes and pacing that just isn't here. And it doesn't make it necessarily a bad match, but it definitely makes it a new, it's an interesting experience.
1: I, I'll be honest that didn't register with me but I but you have kind of a better sense for that than but I do
0: yeah but it's kind of like how like none of them ever just like a, a traditional like a normal triple threat matches they still is like the guy is out to the outside selling and a lot of these guys they just kind of stand in the ring and just like not yeah. do anything while yeah other that... people are hitting moves
1: it was a, it was a little confusing on that front. I'll give you that. There were some moments I was like, "Why? Why are people just kind of like standing there? What? Where's the action? They they. It did feel like they were having trouble like kind of establishing like a, a through line of the action. I'll, I I will definitely yeah
0: yeah. And it's I think it's just because like again the WWF genuinely didn't wasn't doing these types of matches at this point in time. This is new yes. ground for them, so they they don't really quite know how to how it should work. Uh, yeah. but they're trying and it's, it's, it is kind best. of neat. Uh, I think to give it a positive spin to that though, is the match fee. I thought the match, I thought like the match felt a lot more like claustrophobic in a good way because everyone stayed in the ring. So like, yeah. it always felt like at any given moment, that third person that is standing there doing nothing could actually just walk over there and stop whatever's happening.
1: It does. It can, it can add some like tension, to the mm-hmm. proceedings um but also again it, it does kind of like kill some of uh, kill some of the momentum kind of like defeat some of the through line that's happening stuff like that
0: yeah uh so early on in the match i wrote jerry lawler seems under the impression that if ken shamrock loses he will no longer be king of the ring
1: well jerry lawler seems overall very sensitive about how shamrock represents the concept of kingship which actually does check
0: out for jerry lawler
1: yes he is jerry the king lawler after all and you know hashtag representation matters so i i get it um uh there was something i your boy is always so bad about writing down spots there there was there was something that happened at some point in the match that i actually thought was like kind of sick and i don't see often is is Triple H hits this nice fucking drop kick from the top rope?
0: Oh yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. He he probably he kind of never had. He, I don't think he's done that since he like tore his quad up Oof. in two thousand.
1: I don't. I don't think I've very often seen a move like that. But that was sick to watch. Oh yeah,
0: uh, it was during this match. I noticed a sign in the crowd that said Ted Turner is a crook.
1: Oh my god! Uh,
0: Gotta get your w your D- WWF tribalism signs absolutely
1: absolutely Um, it's war it's war. we're
0: at war we're at wcw
1: bring your Um, soldiers bring your bring your most devastating signs i
0: feel like at some point we have to watch the raw where dx uh invades nitro (laughs) what it is at. it's insane it sounds it's like it's goofy DX bullshit that is also because WWE loves to use that iconography of the of that skit in their documentaries. Also, it puts a heightened sense of importance on that on it. It just sounds
1: dumb. It sounds yeah. It's really it's
0: humor. it is dumb DX humor. But like it if sounds, you it if like you look petty. It was, but at a <laughs> WW, but in like a WWF documentary, you think like a real turning point in the war was when DX valiantly took a tank and drove to WCW Nitro.
1: Wait, did they actually go to like Nitro? They didn't set up like they a went,
0: No, they went to the genuine arena where Nitro was and they knocked on the garage door to be let in the building. What in the f- Fuck? Nobody nobody let him in but well, yeah. they did knock up but they did genuinely roll up to the arena where Nitro was and be like, "Hey guys, what's up? Let us in."
1: Triple H Triple H goes on crashes Nitro and goes, "You want a war?" you've got one
0: yeah it would have been the stupidest thing for the wwf if they actually went on nitro because then that would have been that so night on nitro D- wcw could be like guys dx is here fucking live
1: <laughs> that would be so good i wish it would i would be wish a complete
0: self-owned actually... by the wwf <laughs> WCW. Eric Bischoff let him in the building
1: i know i know fucking Fucking WWF is over here playing petty tribalism, and then and then Bischoff is just like, yeah, let's be bad, let, let, let's let's break bread, and everyone's yeah. like, wait, what? No, we weren't. The story on is basically like
0: because these are five unknown individuals just rolling up to Nitro, Bischoff <laughs> had no idea yeah. what they would In do or tank? what what could happen. Well, it was a jeep dressed up
1: oh. as a tank,
0: okay. But, these are five unknown people outside people who he has no ability to control nor does he know what they intend to do so he he did the safe choice of keeping them out
1: of saying no oh that's so fucked dude Mm -hmm.
0: but hilarious shit anyway back back to this old triple h here so um uh let's see any intro what uh oh, oh, during oh, the oh, bre- okay. oh during the commercial break a really cool spot that i wish had been during the commercial break of ken shamrock had owen hart in a sleeper hold and then Triple h had ken shamrock in a sleeper hold. <laughs> uh, oh that
1: sounds hilarious and i the, want the, yeah, back up there's like, a, there a, a stack
0: chain of here hold. of sleeper yeah. holds.
1: yes G- give me that like times five please mm-hmm. uh also jr says that no one hits the No one hits the sharpshooter as well as Owen does. So Jr. clearly is like, "Fuck that Brett guy! What an (laughs) absolute poser!" Jr. knows who his allegiances belong to. Wait, yuff? Is this a? Is that? Is this a thing? Does Jr. Did Jr. Does Jr. Not like Brett Hart?
0: I mean, it's probably just, like, a, he's not in the WWF, so fuck you, we're not gonna... Oh!
1: Shit. Oh, yeah! Brett's over in WCW! Brett is
0: in WCW right now, fucking around in the NWO, I think. Oh, that's he will right. soon. No, he's not that's in the NWO. Right. He's, not, he's not in the NWO yet. He will be soon.
1: No, but that's why they're fucking burying, like, they're implicitly burying him. That's great. Also, like, at one point in the match... There you hear like the ringing of a bell for some oh, reason. random talking. random inadvertent bell ring. And Jerry Lawler fucking goes, "Who rung that bell? Is Mr. McMahon around?" God damn it, that was actually funny. I actually laughed at that. No, fuck yep. you. Oh, no.
0: Oh, I noted during this match they did a lot of like somebody hits a move and they break it up with a different move, the third guy breaks it up with a different move thing
1: absolutely i'm not
0: gonna write them all i'm not gonna mention them all but uh one time owen hits triple h with a ddt and then ken shamrock comes in and hits a judas effect
1: oh like he does sh- the oh, back
0: shit. Like he does like the, the back, back elbow. elbow yeah like oh my like, god that's a, that's a judas effect brother judas,
1: judas. What, a, what a prophet what a prophet ken yeah. shamrock just break down the walls
0: yeah, Ken Shamrock has a really sick like sequence of big moves though, because he hits a power slam to Triple H, then he does a hurricane rana to Owen, and then he gets Owen in the ankle lock.
1: That's it. They this match, like overall, was like fucking sick work wise. I have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the pacing was kind of fucked, but like work wise, these were three really talented dudes, and like they were. Yeah, holy shit shamrock's actually like actually fucking good like really good In he ring. is he seems very proficient
0: he is a great he is a great in-ring wrestler. uh Too bad,
1: so, he also has to have the ability to talk in order to he does to, not
0: have uh, a good talky personality in for no. wrestling so no. oops uh oops. all right time for the messy ending of our lives here uh, a lot of interweaving storylines all in once. So oh my God. Owen hits the ropes and China pulls the rope down. So Owen falls out of the ring. Uh, and Ken Shamrock follows Owen to the outside. So Owen and Shamrock are brawling on the outside. Then Triple H is still in the ring. The Rock runs down to the ring. The camera misses The Rock running even down, even. By the time it cuts back to that, The Rock is already there at ringside. He takes the Intercontinental Championship, hits Triple H in the face with it, and Triple H is just dead for, like, 30 seconds until Shamrock disposes of Owen, and he gets in the ring, pins Triple H for the win.
1: Dude, fucking, like so rock stole wait so so rock is
0: the intercontinental champion he's the
1: ic and triple h is the european think so okay okay i was so confused i was like wait who the fuck has what belt i didn't yeah okay Mm -hmm. so that okay that's cleared up for me cool yeah and so so rock comes in to interfere with triple h despite the fact yeah wasn't it shamrock versus rock at it was but dx and the nation have been fighting for months yeah so i guess rock's willing to let bygones be bygones just to like screw he's
0: gonna he's, he hates triple h more than he hates ken shamrock
1: he's like i just like dudes named rock i don't know fucking you know um so
0: after the match owen attacks shamrock
1: and, and then, like they, they've been building some and... off the fact that like owen had, that owen like tr- like previously broke ken shamrock's leg yeah so like is- he's trying
0: to break his leg again yeah the- owen hart has become like the nation member that ken shamrock is really feuding with
1: well yeah it- and and like instead of uh, the rock have, it seems like they have good in- yeah we we can only have the rock like lose so many times to this otherwise utter mid Carter. so uh here's some owen for you
0: here's owen but then dx like oh rock stayed up on the up on the stage to like taunt and all four members of dx no it's actually it's three because china's still at ringside so it's it's the road it's road dog billy gun and x Pac. they all run out to whoop rock's ass and then as they're brawling the nation comes out the Godfather, D'Lo Brown, yes, Mark they, they, they all come go, down. Too.
1: DX shows up, and DX shows up, and then like ten seconds later, the Nation does. Nation was like, they were fucking waiting. They were waiting mm-hmm. up for DX to pounce. Holy shit!
0: Yeah. And in all this chaos, Owen is still in the ring, and he is like wrapping Ken Shamrock's knee around a ring post, or ankles around the ring post, and trying to like break his shit
1: yeah exactly he's trying to they're trying to get that he's trying so was the was the ankle break thing as far as you know was that like real was that was that, that like
0: that was real? probably a real ankle break they're now just we and now out. they're
1: working it now they're working it for the heat yeah absolutely man if i had two yeah.
0: nickel if i had two nickel if i had a nickel for every time uh owen hart act legit injured somebody and they turned it into a storyline uh, i'd have Uh-oh. two
1: nickels what was the other time when he broke steve austin's neck oh uh, oh yeah yeah, oh, he had oh,
0: the, he the he had the Owen oh. three sixteen says I just broke your neck
1: shirt. Oh my god, that's so fun! Yeah, they turned it into merch. That's so insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, after all that
0: kerfuffle was ended, we kind of get like a like check in with Jr. and J- and, and Jim Ross. I don't normally write, care or write down when they say things when they have these kind of bits. Yes. But I did want to write down that Jerry Lawler is like I, my sources are telling me the Undertaker is here to make some kind of confession.
1: Yeah, Taker about to hear Taker here about to drop his cover of confessions.
0: Where is where is Dustin Rhodes? Undertaker is about to make a confession. Where is <laughs> Dustin Rhodes?
1: <laughs> oh my God! No, no, we got we just gotta have fucking we we just gotta have him doing getting getting on mic and and doing the the usher doing the usher cover. Undertaker's like, these are my confessions.
0: All right, so I noticed a sign in the crowd, I hate Canada.
1: Sure. Yeah, these people people. really fucking vitriolically hate Owen Hart, which sucks to see.
0: Yeah. So uh, Michael Cole is here for an in-ring interview with The Undertaker, and he's like, why did you interfere, Undertaker? What was that about? and Taker goes I don't owe anybody an explanation but I will say why I came down to the ring.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: common knowledge there's no love lost between my brother and I. Okay, side note, I feel like the Bearer, phrase no love
1: uh, I sorry, side note. I feel like the phrase no love lost needs to become one of our noted wrestling tropes. I've heard that so far fucking much in wrestling there's no love lost between these two like so much so that now takers use, it's usually said by commentary mm-hmm. but even takers fucking saying it here god yeah. it's rope.
0: yeah so now they're kind of like trying to frame the kane undertaker relationship as like i love my brother paul bear yeah. is the one that's causing all the problems here
1: Uh he cares about his brother that's- which is
0: what is he explains like why he interfered he's like i know one day we may have to destroy each other but I couldn't stand by and watch my brother set himself on fire trying to live up to my legacy.
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to kill yourself, only I'm allowed to kill you.
0: Yes, I did what I had to do. And then Vince McMahon comes out, and he's like, Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. And Vince McMahon cuts an utterly incoherent promo where he's he goes like... See, you, you say you care about Kane. You don't care about Kane. You just think you can beat him for the title. And what's more, you don't think you can beat Steve Austin for the title. Which, like, please, what what, what, what indication do you have of, of any of this, Vince? Uh, but then he goes. He's, um, just,
0: he's just pot stirring.
1: Yeah. He's, Vince's, it, goal, it, Vince's goals
0: are to keep Kane, Undertaker, and Steve Austin all fighting each other
1: and vince then proceeds to call uh call taker what i feel like taker should take as a compliment of uh, you are the <laughs> I most quote. evil vile contemptible demon the devil ever put on this earth first of all vince no you second of all why is that a comp or why is that an insult to him Thir- third of all what why is why is that your conclusion not- from oh he think- just wants to fight Austin. I don't think he's
0: I don't think he's trying to he, I don't think he's trying to insult Taker. I think he's trying to like hype up Taker and the, because then because in the next part because the next part is then it's him then threatening you better not fucking interfere tonight. Yeah, well, okay. So he so, so Vince sense. is trying to so Vince is trying to be like you are the most evil thing ever and I will still fucking
1: kill you if you interfere. But like why the fuck doesn't he want Taker to interfere in the match because like Because Vince's ideal world is one in which Kane remains the champion and Kane remains the champion either if Taker interferes and doesn't get caught and because Taker wouldn't be like trying to fuck up Kane here. Everybody suspects that he's really just trying to fuck up Austin, Vince Vince included. And if Taker did interfere and got caught, Kane just gets to retain the title by DQ. So like, why doesn't Vince want him interfering? Like that it'd only be a boon to Vince. Mm.
0: I'm trying to think this out. I'm trying to think this out here.
1: Yeah, like it made no sense. It was the, this fucking promo was incoherent. Because he starts what off by you... saying, You you only think you can beat Kane for the title, not Austin. So it would be by Vince's own logic, in Taker's best interest. To make sure that Kane remains the champion, so any interference he would do would any interference he would do would lead to Kane still being champion. What? what? Yeah, I guess
0: I'm, I'm not. To- I guess I'm not totally sure what he's. May maybe he is afraid that now that maybe he's afraid that Undertaker will like screw kane this time because remember the only reason he because according to undertaker the reason he screwed kane was because uh because he was his brother was going to set himself on fire if
1: he lost so But, but, but but then vince's own logic is that oh no he actually doesn't give a shit i don't think
0: i don't think i don't think vince believes that I don't think Vince but, sincerely believes that.
1: <laughs> so then he just comes out here and says it even though he doesn't believe it, but then also like will publicly insinuate that he doesn't actually believe that. Oh my God, he's so fucking incoherent. Oh my God. Goddamn Vince, dude. Holy shit.
0: All right. After this, we get the JVC kaboom of the yes. week, and it is the un- so Mankind Fall.
1: Yes yes you see the tooth and everything it's very good
0: yeah uh then match five the second of the brawl for all matches
1: yes we see jbl backstage warming up with a punching bag
0: so it is mark canterbury if that name doesn't know. ring a bell it, it that is henry o godwin you know the oh, pig farmers
1: the pig farmer, hog and pig Phineas
0: oh, yep. I. Godwin, Henry O. Godwin. Oh,
1: Godwin. Yup.
0: So right now they have been repackaged as Southern Justice. Uh, the personal bodyguards of J-E-D-F, J A D R E double Jarrett.
1: Oh my. So oh according boy.
0: to Jim Ross, Henry O. Godwin wanted to use his legal name, Mark Canterbury, for this for this contest.
1: So, I'm tired of my name spelling out hog. Do you know how embarrassing that is? And Vince is like, do you, do you see half this roster? Every fucking, everyone's got a more embarrassing name than you. Yeah. Do you see what Kane was named? What what Kane used to be named? Get over yourself. You're fine.
0: Yeah. And versus Bradshaw. Uh, yes. As Jim Ross put it, it ain't going to be Festivus, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. This is the wrong Laller.
0: season for that kind of reference because Festivus is in December.
1: Winter, yeah. JR and Lawler are like super putting this one over. They keep talking about how it's going to be. They're like, this is, like, like, this is two 300
0: pounders. This is going to be a slobber
1: knocker. It's going to be a slobber knocker. They
0: are really hoping that they're going to see a knockout. Like, let's be honest. They are hoping that they, they are going to like, have a knockout.
1: They, they keep talking about how this could be, like, a brawl fight where both of them are drunk off their asses. And I kind of wish that both of them were actually, like, super drunk when they did this. That would I have mean, a, to be
0: honest, I saw the way them throwing their throwing those punches. It looks like two drunks fighting in a bar.
1: This is true, but it's not—I don't think in this case because of liquor. I think it's because they're fucking incompetent fighters.
0: yeah. These yeah. are two guys whose legitimate fighting experience is being a tough guy in a bar. And yeah. you can tell because they just like square up at each other and try to punch each other. Like Dude, wah, wah, wah.
1: Me, no form, yeah. no neither form the, at all. Not only no form, neither of them are keeping up with the fucking meta. Where, where are the gazillions of? Hey, so you can Mark
0: you tried.
1: <laughs> Mark so, tried like one after, fir-
0: after the first round. Now he he gets blocked like five times. Oh, I like, only fought like
1: one or two. No, it's
0: not that Mark Canterbury doesn't get. It's not that Mark Canterbury can't doesn't try to get takedowns. It's that he doesn't have the form to take down Bradshaw.
1: And and Bradshaw is just too focused on punching him. Like wow, Bradshaw's yeah. like an
0: idiot, and he can't do shit, flying. Man. They have no concept of how to square up for a boxing match. I'll tell you that. They got no I know, defense. I know. Uh, it's Bradshaw so has a good, 5-0 though. lead after the first round.
2: <laughs>
0: and Jerry Lawler going into the second round is like, I can't wait to enter into this stuff myself. He never will. But imagine ourselves oh in Jerry Lawler in a shoot I fight.
1: wish. I fucking wish. Also, like, Lawler tries to claim, there's, I think it's between Lawler and JR, they try to claim that, like, the brawl for all is a major innovation by the fed as if it's like just boxing but three minutes instead of an hour it's oh yeah top tier innovation
0: yeah so brad the second round is where the match kind of like takes a turn is bradshaw just he he gets like five punches in a row in the head to mark canterbury he just starts whooping the fuck out of him i was kind of amazed mark did not get knocked out
1: oh my god at this point it in the was fight. It, it was it was like it, it it's it is really funny how like this for this being like a shoot fight uh the first two matches ever in the brawl for all read like fucking early tournament squashes like of like you would book them and in, yeah, it, for, oh, like, I got a, I gotta, j- j- I got a
0: joke about that in the second, when we get to the third round. Uh, but, uh, I wrote, you JB, they point out that Bradshaw is bleeding out of his mouth. And then I wrote, to be fair, Mark Canterbury definitely has brain damage. <laughs> so, you know, dude, this um, man is getting
1: socked, socked as, all over the, yeah, all over as, the, the fucking as we, heat.
0: as we hit the end of the second round, turning into the third round, you can hear Goldberg. Goldberg.
1: What?
0: They're chanting for fucking Goldberg at this. Why place. are they chanting
1: for Goldberg?
0: Because there is no sign of disrespect quite like chanting for another wrestling company's major star.
1: Oh my god! So, so this was just the audience being pissed that they had to watch this.
0: They, yep. The uh, the so the live wrestling crowd will never enjoy brawl for all matches. Yeah, okay. as an entertainment outvalue, value, the fa- it's a failure.
1: So yeah, I need to, I need to fucking like break this down now. So this was Vince Russo being like, you know what would be edgier than anything? Well, I guess not just Vince Russo, but like you know overall you know what would be edgier than anything else really help us get a leg up is if we like featured like real real fighting real guys being dudes and i mean
0: this is this is the most this is such a vince russo idea of like in a show of nothing but fake shit here is a real thing and we will call out how this is a real thing
1: okay would they do it in like the most like kind of cheeky winky like like we're going to see who the best overall fighter is in the yeah which is a, which is a fucking god what a way to implicitly bury any of your champions oh my like, god not squaring what up a way th-
0: to bury the people in this tournament
1: yeah i know mark
0: marrow looks like a chump we talked about I know. That, mark canterbury also looks like a chump and honestly jbl looks like a fucking jackass too because he's out here throwing these shitty punch shitty punches
1: yeah I, like at least he's putting up some kind of like offense that's not just steve blackman being a complete cheap ass spanning the op move but like it's still like there is no form all of a sudden like all of it fucking melts away and and like oh my god They don't even make any kind of spectacle out of it. The fact that these matches, these rounds are a minute long and they get three of them, feels like an implicit admittance that this shit is fucking stupid and they don't trust their audience to actually like care about it so why and are we also, doing it in the first place to be able to do it because none of them are yeah. shoot fighting so so like, it's, like... It, it's this feels like one of those things that like it was an idea it was a really like off the wall idea and then it got like way too far in the development process and kind of hit like the point of no return before they realized wait this is fucking stupid and makes no sense on so All- many levels.
0: All because Vince Russo wanted to see JBL
1: get his ass kicked in a shoot fight. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the best part. And JBL still fucking won. Yep.
0: So this uh I wrote in the third at the start early in the third round, Canterbury gets that takedown. I'm like, psychology, brother. Hey. He's been spending this whole fight trying to get a takedown, and he gets blocked. And then in the third round, he gets the takedown. The takedown. Yeah, that's the yeah, what a K. but the rest of the the whole third round is J- bradshaw's bleeding the clock out like he yeah blo- he is he blocking he mark canterbury from getting more takedowns and he is just otherwise just letting it letting it let yeah. the clock
1: die. yeah so so even when even when jbl's not cheesing that like fucking steve blackman was he's still like exploiting these very exploitable rules like mm-hmm. able to just kind of like because it's only a minute long, so he's it's so easy to drain the fucking clock here. Yeah, it's so easy to get like a decent lead, and then just like do everything in your power to refuse to engage.
0: Like especially because like like he he most certainly won the be- most point the most punches for those first two rounds. It's like ten nothing, right? And then he knows he can block Mark Canterbury. Can- Canterbury went like one of five on takedowns. Yeah. So like in his JBL plays defense and it's just like I'm just gonna keep making sure he doesn't take me down again, and like one time when he when Canterbury went for a takedown, JBL like pushed him down and then just like sat on him for like ten seconds to just block. Yeah, I know.
1: He's such a like God. None of this makes
0: any sense. It's so shit. Uh, The match. The match ends where with Hog mid takedown attempt that not only failed but jbl is just punching him in the head while he's got him down in the position oh
1: (laughs) Oh my god oh my god Bradshaw
0: wins what i assume was 15 to 5 and we're done congrats we're done
1: oh my god it's such a fucking nothing burger the brawl for all is such a meme and it's so nothing it's... I w-
0: I wish it was funnier than it
1: is. I know. Like it is funny to watch especially <laughs> when like these are matches of just dudes finding ways to like exploit the meta, but but th- like as a like as an overall like as an overall experience it's nothing. It is 6 minutes out of this like hour 40 minute show for two matches and we get we get nothing out of it. Oh my God. It's why, why are, why are we wasting our time on this? Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. So. Ouch. Oof. Ouch. Ed- edge is
0: still hanging out in the rafters guys. Yeah.
1: We were still, we, we cut back to edge. He's still being emo. He's still being right. not, not sting. And
0: then here is the Legion of doom. Jesus Christ. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. LOD's here. So shit's sure to get goofy.
0: Yeah, the LOD has a big surprise tonight, and yes. Animal is like, the man? This man saw potential us when we were just a couple of punks from Chicago, and he brought us to the top of the wrestling world." Paul Ellering, I was actually pretty hyped for this.
1: Yeah, who the fuck is Paul Ellery? and Precious why the hell does why why, is, why does why does why did Lawler and J, and J. <laughs> <laughs> He is like
0: <laughs> yeah, of was, the night
1: is Paul Ellering,
0: I thought I thought he was dead. I thought he was lost in the Iditarod. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Why the fuck? Did, why the fuck did do they think that like he's lying frozen dead somewhere in the like in the fucking oh, like middle of the Yukon? Yeah,
0: I don't know. But okay, Paul did he not Ellering, make a, like
1: an infamous excursion to the north or something? May,
0: I don't know about it. So yeah, well, Paul Ellering yeah. was the original manager of the of the of the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. I did I did gather that right. Yeah, so his gimmick is basically like being like the brains, like he's a super smart guy. He's well read. He he walks uh, yeah. around. He walks around with a copy of the Wall Street Journal uh. and like reads from it. because Uh, he is a smart well-read man yes that time in
1: the late 90s where dr eggman took an interest in the stock market and also pro wrestling
0: (laughs) not even an accurate description of paul ellering
1: dude this dude looks like a fucking irl and like skinnier version of of eggman from sonic like he's he's bald he's got the mustache he's got the shades literally i was like what the fuck is 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 robotnik doing here
0: Mhm. So Hawk is like so Hawk is then kind of repeats a lot of animals points when when uh Paul gets in the ring and then he's like Paul talk to him. Got something to say. And then out come the fucking disciples of apocalypse, eight, DOA. Eight ball and skulls.
1: With yes, their only di- with their one,
0: DOA gimmick.
1: Only one motorcycler tag team gimmick allowed in these parts. Pal. So then, okay, they get in the ring and
0: square up. And then Paul and, and, and J-
1: like, Jr. And I I, I I, noticed that like commentary is like, oh, we may have a tag team war going on tonight. And I checked the episode timer, saw like th- not a lot of time left and very much not a lot of time left in this segment. And I was like, uh-huh. No. So
0: Paul Ellering gets on the mic and goes, I want to introduce you to my new team, eight ball and skull, the D.O.A
1: yes i Uh, i cannot i
0: listen i don't have a very high opinion of the road Warriors circa 1998 (laughs) but are you telling me if you're paul ellering you'd rather manage fucking eight ball and (laughs) chains?
1: nah man those sound like two winners those sound like two guys that can get over
0: so the doa whoops legion of doom's ass including paul paul ellering takes the wall street journal just starts hitting them with the with the with the newspaper.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so. And Jim so Ross funny. tries to yeah.
0: make it a symbolic thing of the thir- 1930s stock crash. They're getting beaten up by the, like when he's yeah. like he's hitting him with the Wall Street Journal newspaper. He like he tries to make it a symbolic thing. I'm like, no.
1: Oh no, man! What the fuck is it with father figures in wrestling and being like less? less less loyal than than like fucking Judas Iscariot Wh- why? Why does every single father figure and wrestler have to like turn on their their their, their proverbial sons?
0: You make a good point you know who the biggest traitor father is in wrestling today ray mysterio
1: ah yes right up there right up there with billy gunn both of them heartlessly betraying their sons leaving no them no,
0: no no Bill, no, Billy. no no the ass boys are just a bunch of entitled little pricks no they're <laughs> billy gunn is in the right but ray mysterio, ray mysterio. that oh, piece yeah. of shit. oh he, yeah he this is why his son had to do hard time but he is a criminal he had a yeah. You, you realize what he did when he wasn't on the inside what he had to do to survive ray mysterio doesn't care he is a bad fodder
1: ray mysterio is a bastard man also sidebar i love how now because of all the memes dominic is like leaning into being like hmm, maybe i should get a paternity test i do look a lot more like eddie <laughs> Dom's like, damn, I wish that social worker had taken me away all those years ago.
0: Yeah. So back to 98. Kevin Kelly is in the parking lot. He has found The Undertaker. And he's like, what? So are you going to listen to Vince? And he's like, nobody tells
1: me what to do.
0: So our main event and Stone Cold versus Kane for the WWF title, I wrote 15 whole minutes for the main event. Be careful, Russo. That's a lot of wrestling
1: oh wow wait
0: does he not like to do longer no No, he he believes that the audience has no interest in long boring wrestling matches we gotta just go 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 more stuff new stuff all the time
1: austin it is un-fucking-real the amount of contempt i have for like all three of the biggest names in wrestling booking in the 90s holy shit The deep hatred, I feel, for Vince McMahon, Vince Russo, and Eric Bischoff, it's, like, it's astronomical. And each one, every time we, like, focus on one of them, like, it seems like they top themselves and each other for stupidity, like, just on a constant loop.
0: Hey, Paul Heyman's all right. He just doesn't pay anybody.
1: (laughs) Paul, yeah, well, that's, yeah, Paul Heyman's, like, fine. That's that's fair. Paul Heyman's chill, aside from the fact that he, like, is a cheapskate who he
0: runs he runs screwed, off of ious
1: <laughs> yeah he's a cheapskate who screwed everyone who worked with him but at least, at least he's not an annoying fucking like anti-mark who thinks he's like the voice of of like wrestling intelligentsia at least he's not annoying <laughs>
0: And that's the true worst sin of all. That's the true being worst
1: annoying. an annoying piece of shit. Fuck all these guys. And also fuck every way in which Vince Russo like worsened and crass into the sport of wrestling. But you know, that's a whole other rip. conversation. And, yeah.
0: All right. Um the mat the match the match is fine. I don't no need I don't think we need to do very specific notes on it. Like it's no. not terrible. That's probably, I would probably put it as my second favorite match of the night.
1: Yeah, wasn't bad.
0: So, but, you know, um, JR seems to think The Undertaker could have done something else to prevent his brother from self emulating. Like, he's like, why did The Undertaker have to go do that? I mean, I understand that he cares about his brother, don't want his brother to burn himself to death, but there must have been another way. And it's like, was there? Was there? there- Cain was like if I lose I set myself on fire. Seems like I there was only one way to stop that.
1: I still don't understand why the fuck Cain was like doing doing his best human torch impression over losing, but like
0: I there I think like Paul Bear has like one line that almost implies that Vince might have pushed him into doing that. Um or- Vince is like, it's not. It's you're
1: not. You're useless to me. Go kill yourself.
0: Yeah, but it's not. It's not something that's remarked upon enough to like. like there's like a real yeah. explanation. He's. It's just another way to up the stakes and make it uh, more yeah. obvious that Kane was going to beat Stone Cold.
1: I love. I love those up stakes. I love. I love them at a well done at an altitude of of ten thousand feet. Up all up right. the stakes all the way up.
0: Another great commentary bit here is Jerry Lawler is on commentary talking, parroting all that horse shit, wholesome shit that Vince said earlier.
1: I know. And Jim
0: Ross is like, oh, did you, did you, have you seen, have you seen Kane, you know, uh, you know, salute the flag? And Jerry Lawler has to be like, well, whoa. whoa. No, but you know vince vince said i haven't seen it but vince said it and he's like oh and jerry's like oh so you just believe everything you hear and jerry Lawler goes no i believe everything that vince mcmahon says
1: fun oh fu- fun fact actually uh you know undertaker had the urn um, actually what Paul Bearer has for Kane is a little, is like one of those little like American flags you can hold in your hand. And, he just pulled, it, he just
0: throws it up and mid-match Kane just looks at it, salutes, and that is, and that's how he wins.
1: <laughs> I would love to see like Murica Kane as a, like what the fuck would that look like as a gimmick? That would be so goofy. Um, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a demon. How can you tell he, he, he fucking loves the u.s anyway yeah so uh,
0: late late into the match the undertaker comes on down to the ring and seems content to just watch for the moment uh there is this is the point in the match where i noted a sign that says send help the gulf is on fire
1: that's what that was what the fuck i don't
0: know enough about the specific tragedies of 1998 to know this like what we're talking about here but i mean oil spill in the gulf of mexico who who could have who who could be surprised by that?
1: Mm, mm, Sounds mm. about right. Yeah, so evergreen comment. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to I guess the really based sign maker there. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it was funny. I did like just kind of write down partway through. Like this is just a solid match between mm-hmm. Dawson and Kane. They're just like they got good chemistry. It's a good bout. They're they're they like, moves well. And then as soon as I wrote that, like. Kane hits a choke slam on Austin. I'm like, man, he's got nothing on early. Kane's choke slam is like nothing compared to Taker's. He's still oh,
0: working this out, he's still working yeah, out how to make He's that still out working it. out how
1: to be like a pallet swapped undertaker.
0: Yeah, so Kane goes for the tombstone. Uh, he uh, Kane Austin gets and out of he, it because, like, because
1: Austin... like, he's got like. Both of Austin's legs across one shoulder. He has. He doesn't have, like, Austin's, like, straddling him, which is, like, no, that's not how you do it, but okay.
0: Yeah, so St- Stone Cold goes for the stunner. It's blocked. Kane goes for the big boot. He misses. Stone Cold stunner by the, by the rattle. Yeah, like,
1: dude, one, Kane two, like three One, two, three, four, the win. Kane, like, moves at a snail's pace in the last 10 seconds of this match. Like, he was moving super well throughout this whole thing, putting up a good fight, and then, like, Stone Cold hit, like, one good counter on him, and then Kane's momentum just like slowed to a crawl, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like Austin gets out of the the attempted tombstone, and Kane sl- he turns around slowly, like this fucking oaf. He's like, "What's going on, Oh no, I'm getting attacked now." <laughs> yeah, and then he goes out like a bitch, which like yeah, I okay. re- I
0: thought I thought the ending was kind of anticlimactic. It was like it just yeah.
1: ends. And and it's so short, like okay, it's long for a Vince Russo. Fight. It, yeah, it was
0: like it was like it was, it was a solid ten minutes match. Like, I think you could, which is
1: you could a lot. You could argue that he's getting psyched out by the fact that that like Taker is now here at like ringside watching. Taker came out to watch. So like, they don't
0: play that. They don't play it that way. Though. They
1: play it a little bit, like a little before like that final sequence happens. Uh, Kane goes to the corner and like looks at Taker and seems kind of uneasy. So like. Maybe they are trying to do like, oh, he's like psyched out because Taker's here and he's trying to prove himself in front of his big brother and he couldn't hold up to the pressure or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, Either way, like, he's a champion
0: for exactly one day.
1: Oh my God. I, yeah, I don't know why the fuck we put the belt on him here. Um, except, and I, okay, I have one thought. Is this, is because, um, after Austin gets the win, Taker steps in the ring, and he and Austin have a confrontation. So, is this being used as like a buildup to to push a proper Austin versus Taker feud? Yes. That okay. Is going to happen.
0: Um, okay. But Taker, I can Taker and Kane dominate that. Austin's storylines for the next several months.
1: So is it is so Kane is still going to be a part of it all too? Yes, Kane is still okay. going to be involved. Um, I. I usually fucking hate like one day, super short transitional champs like that. But in this case, I have to say they wove it. Well, they've woven it well enough that I can kind of get down with it. Like Mm -hmm. the reason for Austin temporarily losing the belt um, is, you know, that that's what gets taker involved. Yeah. it's, It's also
0: kind of a way to give Vince a win because like, Austin beats the shit out of Vince's schemes and Vince himself like 95% of the time.
1: But, like, this isn't even, like, a, a win because of anything Vince did. This is going to no, be the, like, because, like, Taker.
0: Well, but the idea of, like, put Austin in a first blood match with a guy in a full body suit was, yes. it was Vince's entirety. Like, I am going to screw Austin out of this belt.
1: One way or another.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um after the after the match undertaker gets in the ring and he looks like he's gonna do something so austin just strikes first he is hits a stunner on undertaker and heads on out of there
1: yeah i know and then of course we cut to like the fucking brothers of destruction esp sitting up at the same time spot yeah that was cool um, it yeah but you can tell they're still in the early stages of that because kane takes a kane's like legs behind taker for i don't know i don't
0: don't know how to do this move
1: yeah he's still he's still working out a lot of the a lot of the bugs here um but it is it's also funny how like they always play this like if the two of them are knocked down in a ring they invariably sit up at Mm -hmm. the same time like it's this weird fucking esp between them they're, like, twin instinct or whatever. Except they are not twin brothers. <laughs> yes, but they're still... They're they're both spooky boys and they're related, so they're compelled to sit up at the same time and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so
0: Austin's just backing up on the ramp. He flips them both a bird, and he leaves. Yeah. Paul Bearer is just like, no, no!
1: Dude, dude, fucking Paul Bearer was such a tremendous ham. I, I kind of realized watching through this, I actually really like attitude era southern preacher paul like it's a really good like modern for 1998 evolution on the Mm. character and it lets him like it 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 honestly does add a little bit of menace to him like making him a little more normal kind of Mm. makes him feel more real and less goofy and it does kind of add this menace to him but it is also like quite still goofy and fun and it he never he never oversells it. He goes way the fuck over the top, but it still never feels like he's overselling it. He was such a good ham.
0: Yeah, I do. I do love me some Paul Bear. Uh, mm. So we then we get the extra attitude.
1: Yes, yes. The
0: show because the show ends. The cable broadcast ends with Austin walking to the back. Yeah, uh, but
1: we get extra special. The
0: dark match. The dark footage. Yeah. Uh, kane and basically kane and under just start brawling <laughs> in the yeah i ring. know
1: it's mostly it looks like taker mostly beating up on Kane. yeah Poor taker kane. taker kane taker hits a place.
0: choke slam on kane
1: this is how you do the choke slam <laughs> yeah you idiot you fucked up the move
0: and then as taker goes to leave the ring he walks by paul bear punches him in the face
1: and then he <laughs> leaves he just fucking socks him <laughs> so good dude
0: yeah and then the extra attitude ends as kane ends up getting back up and then him and him and paul leave the ring side
1: yeah end. oh my so god yeah
0: a an absolutely insane episode oh, of monday night raw
1: so fucking bonkers all of this was so nuts and the thing we came here to see was the most nothing burger bullshit of all of it there is one joke we have to this and it's the fact that like the meta is is so easy to just like take down cheap shot your way through yeah yeah op please nerf
0: yeah um a lot of crazy a lot of crazy shit here i i genuinely enjoy this whole like austin kane undertaker arc they're they're in the middle of here this kind of like yeah. uh taker and kane don't quite seem to know what whose side of each other are they on yeah austin doesn't trust either of them he's trying to play dynamic. them all off on each other
1: yeah, it's interesting dynamic, and, like, the three of them have all really good chemistry together in ring. Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, I don't know, like, if they worked that many, like, indies together before or whatever, but, like, I don't, like, I don't know, but fucking, like, just something about it, like, they just seem to be so natural with each other in the ring, and it's awesome to see, like, you know, obviously Taker and Kane aren't, like, big stars in the way The Rock was, but it's, it but, like, it's cool to see Austin square off with like an opponent more interesting than just let's throw Dwayne at him since these are our two biggest guys. like, And, and the fact that we're actually getting some good work out of them, yeah, I'm super into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be following this, obviously, because we're just going to keep watching through the summer of 98. We'll be following yeah, the developments on this as we go along as we watch Having more of it. this ball tournament.
1: I um, am so excited to see how much fucking dumber it gets.
0: It's gonna keep. It's. I don't think we've hit peak stupid yet. I don't think.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like there is so much more room for bullshit that has yet that we have yet to conceive. It, it's gonna be a real team effort to it to to like really show the audience every single way in which the brawl for all was the most ill conceived and stupid idea in like. All of ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that is for a later day. For next time, we we head on back to 2014. It is oh. time for the night that changed it all. The Royal Rumble. Oh, shit. We, we, we watching the Rumble? We let's are. Let's get ready. In, let's get ready to rumble as... Daniel Bryan has a one-on-one match with Bray Wyatt. Okay, great. And of course, of course, what's going to happen is we're going to get to the main event with the Rumble. And Daniel Bryan is going to enter it. He's going to win. It's time. Let's go. You cannot convince me that 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 isn't going to happen.
1: Obviously, obviously, because I mean because, that's such a it's
0: such a brain dead obvious story beat. Like, of course, that's what. And and, and if do. there's
1: anything that the Fed is notorious for, it is for always seeing the writing on the wall and always making the most intelligent booking decisions to tell a really cohesive story uh
0: yeah i mean I, I mean i know they just brought back batista and they're hyping him up his return at the rumble but i mean i'm sure yeah. that sure that's that they're, they're going to use that to build up a different match for him at wrestlemania they're, he's yeah. not gonna win no that of would,
1: course that'd be or so, batista like, versus easy.
0: orton would be so silly like that It'd no be, no we're not doing Yeah, that.
1: no 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 way right like it's so clear the audience loves daniel bryan and the audience really wants to see Daniel Bryan succeed it's so much so that they that they effectively went off script when they were in his hometown and hijacked the entire main event that was supposed to be out, about Cena and Orton so the company clearly knows that DB is like their MVP right now and they so obviously need to play that to its fullest potential right and and on top of that he has a story going on uh where he got screwed out of the belt in the first place so obviously he's finally going to get his big triumph right
0: yeah uh, yeah. we we got this i can't wait to
1: to watch the most uncontroversial royal royal rumble Rumble of all time you know
0: sometimes it's just so obvious who the winner's got to be
1: i know i know like it's it it's just like fucking this year like you know, Cody Rhodes. And it had to be Cody. And, you know, Well, no, no, no. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, Cody Rhodes, like he's fine. But it it had to it had to be Sammy, right? And that's exactly what happened. Like he's the one with the whole bloodline oh. storyline going. It had to be him, right?
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that, that's like with Daniel Bryan. They definitely took a path with sammy Zayn that
1: that was
0: well liked by everybody those uh, who
1: don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it
0: anyway that is for next time until then david hit our plugs
1: (laughs) yes sir dear friends thank you all so much for joining us on yet another episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast we are so delighted to have you here um if you are a le- re- returning listener viewer would have you you know the drill thank you so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums your eyeballs whatever it is used to consume our content we're just so happy to have you here you know just keep just keep coming back it's a good time uh hey new people hi how's it going welcome to the show we hear the noobs and knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. so, whether you're brand new to the wild wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit either way we hope we've had a great time here we hope it all feels accessible to you and we hope you want to keep coming back to have a great time with us week after week uh you're obviously doing so through one of the mediums by which you can do that but but we got we got like four whole ways you can do that so you may know one of them but i'm gonna tell you about all the rest you know just in case so Of course, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell. Make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, It's a, you know, give us mm, a sweet, sweet engagement. Uh, Check out all of our playlists because Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the arcs that we follow into their own separate playlist. So you follow something all the way down without, uh, without having to skip around a whole lot. It's great. Um... Of course, um, uh, on uh, on top of that, we also have the video element to the YouTube, uh, where you can like see our lovely faces and and all the, the the beautiful visual gags we 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 hide in here for those who who deign to to watch us on the YouTube. Uh, but of course, if you are a fan of the audio only experience, we have you covered there as well. You can find us on three of the best places to find your podcast, which would be Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Come give us a listen come give us a nice little five star rating if you're so inclined maybe even a positive little review that tells people like hey these guys are pretty cool maybe you should listen to them i don't know i'm just saying it helps out the it may not seem like much helps us out tremendously helps out our numbers helps out our word of mouth so please give us a listen download us and you know maybe a little bit of like five stars and some nice words if you're so inclined uh spotify google and apple podcast of course past that we we have a presence just sitting in this little void and talking to each other for for a few hours every week uh we also have a uh, have a Twitter. We have some social media, starting with our Twitter at uh, noobs and knoxpod on Twitter. That's at noobs, the letter N, noxpod on Twitter. Come check us out there. We post memes. We engage in discourse. We we put up a post every single time we drop a brand new episode, so you guys always know what the hell's going on. Of course, the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting every Wednesday night or at least as many Wednesday nights as, as, as we can make happen, uh, on TBS at 10 or at 8 PM Eastern time. We are watching, of course, AEW dino might and tweeting all about it. Uh, I've been taking over tweeting duties recently. Uh, I, I always will have at least something to say, even though I'm, you know, in theory supposed to be working on homework simultaneously, but the siren song of Twitter, keeps, it keeps calling to me. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and, and you know we we have fun with that uh and of course if if you know if, uh if i'm feeling really spicy and have the time for it on fridays at 10 p.m eastern on tnt we are watching what else aew rampage it is the show that y'all been waiting on it's the show that y'all been waiting on us to tweet about and we do sometimes so come check us out there on top of all of that um dearest austin likes to keep up with and maybe even sometimes live tweet about um all of the major company pay-per-views and we like to tell you about them because you know especially for the noobs out there what better jumping on point than kind of like these big event pay per views? they are they are crazy shit
0: yeah they're not free events but if you but if you're just but if you're willing to eat a cost on them they they are a great jumping off point because then absolutely storylines are explained to you and then like wow this big exciting show that i can then
1: keep following absolutely so my friend what is on the docket coming up
0: sure so for impact wrestling on their uh impact plus uh that's their streaming service i believe they also you also can get this for if you subscribe to their youtube premium channel uh, i believe they have ch- that's another thing march 24th it is sacrifice the numbers go lie,
1: and they spell disaster
0: for somebody we don't have any matches yet but somebody—they're oh, going to spell disaster for somebody. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, then for the dub dub e, we have bag. WrestleMania goes,
1: goes Hollywood. Hollywood.
0: We got Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the Ooh Woo Championship.
1: Woo uh, We got
0: Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown title. Bianca Belair versus Oscar for the Raw title. Uh, Ooh. We have Brock Lesnar versus Almost.
1: Yeah, I've been Wait. hearing some like discoursing and memeing about how the fact yeah. that's like pointless or something.
0: Yeah, but but you got to think about the casuals, David. Almost is seven feet tall and he's a big giant v giant. You know, you got to think about the casuals. It's all about the money.
1: Oh, how you know, Almighty has who followed. gives
0: a shit about creative fulfilling storylines it is about the money
1: it's about it's a we're going hollywood we got to sell out that's how it works
0: yep and then gunta the intercontinental champion will be defending his belt against somebody
1: oh we don't know yet
0: not I yet. There'll be a match to determine it, up. but oh. it, will ha- it will be, it will be, it has been announced. It, it's between Drew McIntyre, LA Knight. Yeah. Sheamus, oh. Kofi Kingston, and oh. On the Cross.
1: Oh, um, oh, oh yes. A
0: lot of good names there. Who do I most want to do? I Probably Drew. Probably Drew. Yeah. Drew deserves after Drew
1: there. did not get to win at Clash of the Castle he he definitely deserves a little bit of something something
0: he can have a big old like we're gonna beat the shit out of each other for real. Z's fight with yes Gunta.
1: that'd be sick
0: uh Gunta, yeah who, that is- who had who
1: had 88 power on the fucking 2k I feel and like that
0: was 89 it's like mm, it's that was 100 percent accidental
1: Oh, it was, but, but it's, it sure is funny how they God damn it. accidentally giving him Nazi imagery
0: after we almost accidentally gave him a Nazi name, dude,
1: dude, I swear to God, the guy that originally pitched Heidenreich as a not as an unfrozen caveman, he is, Nazi, he is
0: sneaking he's, it in he's, there. He's, he's
1: gotta be sneaking it in there. I'm telling you, he wants to get that idea over one way or the other. Yeah, that he keeps getting caught by the internet. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's that's April first and April second is WrestleMania. Ooh, also, ooh. WrestleMania weekend, a shitload of indie events happen at WrestleMania that You're I will not get... all go over here until maybe closer to if I feel like it. Absolutely. Um, and then for AEW, we are dropping this the day of Revolution. Revolution. So. Revolution. so the next pay-per-view will, pro- will probably be double or nothing in yes. May.
1: Yes, I think it there is. Might,
0: there might be a yeah. special dynamite somewhere in there in between. Oh,
1: we always gotta have the special like in-between dynamite, but the next pay-per-view is 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 DON and we obviously know nothing because revolution's about to happen.
0: We are recording this before revolution even happens. So yeah. we don't know what's gonna go on at double or nothing
1: we have not. we have not a goddamn clue but revolution's going to be sick they got all the stipulations yeah oops uh, Re- aw revolution 2023 oops all stipulations
0: actually i'm looking at it and there are um the o- there's there is only one normal singles match on the yes. paper. On the paper yeah,
1: view. We got we got iron, we got the iron man match. We got the Texas Death match. We got the four three way, four-way tags, three-way way match for way the women's
0: six man tag titles, the, tag. the final burial match, but banned from yeah. JS, banned from ringside. Warzo and Joe is the only normal one on one match. Oops, all stipulation. Yeah oh my god so double or nothing keep keep an eye on that as we go forward
1: yeah hell yeah and be sure to check out all that good stuff on the twitter if you like for whatever reasons is listening to us ramble about wrestling for a few hours at a time i mean the voices carry over it's still us over on the Twitter. so what are you what are you waiting for come check it out but of course if you want to get in super direct contact with us you have the option you know a little more long form than the you know character limits of the tweeter uh you can you can email us at noobs and at gmail.com that's noobs the word and this time knockoutspod at gmail.com T- come say come say hi to us there tell us what you think about the show request things you want to see us cover on the show tell us how based and red pill do you think our our hot takes are or tell us that they're fucking dumb i don't know just start discourse with us or say hi we love people saying hi we would love to say hi back Noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com and of course Finally, uh, we are also on Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. You can find the link for that in our Twitter. $1 a month gives you early access to episodes and a shout-out at the end of each episode. A shout-out to uh, the sugar daddy, Kyle Smith, for his contribution to our show. Uh, uh, th- enjoy your perks, buddy. Uh, if you want to enjoy your perks along with our boy, Kyle uh be extra special sure to to drop us to to drop us that dollarino just a single singular bone over on the patreon helps us out and you know just gets you gets you a little bit a little bit of bonus time and you know some parasocial acknowledgement who doesn't love that stuff hey so noobs and knockouts podcast on patreon once again the link for that is in our twitter
0: see y'all next time
1: hasta luego